check out chat, there'll be a little box. We're live up in the left-hand corner. Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens 1. Uh, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. This is fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode number 35. Uh, we got a great guest tonight, a very talented grower. Uh, you've probably seen him around the internet on Instagram, Tribal Gardens. Welcome, Tribal Gardens. How you doing tonight? Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, Tribal Gardens. Uh, the only place I'm on is Instagram. So if you need to get a hold of me, you can just, uh, yeah, you can find me there. I'm just, uh, I'm a medical grower up here in Canada. And uh, I'm part of the ACMPR program. And I grow for myself and uh, at another patient. And yeah, that's pretty much uh, a little nervous. It's my first time live and stuff, so uh, I guess I can just give you a rundown of how I ended up where I am. Um, you can hear me okay. Everything's. Still I need okay? to be nervous. Can you? Do you have something to uh, smoke on and maybe loosen things up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I got lots of stuff here to smoke on. <laughs> I okay. don't want to get too high. I'll be all over the place. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm uh, Tribal Gardens, find my Instagram, and basically I'm, uh, I got sick, I'll be honest with you, I got fibromyalgia, Crohn's disease, and I have chronic fatigue syndrome, um, so that's the only reason why you see these plants behind me here today. Um, life's great today, um, but it's been a long road to get where I am, it's been, I don't know, four or five years, I guess, uh, it started off, I, I'll give you a rundown, basically, I was born in Labrador City, way up in the middle of nowhere, I uh, lived there uh, for a few years, and then I ended up moving to Newfoundland, so I'm a Newfie, um, lived there for about six to 16, and then uh, at the age of 16, that's kind of where uh, I found, uh, well, I found, found a lot of things, <laughs> but uh, I guess, the biggest thing for me was uh, that was my first encounter with cannabis. I was, I was kind of a, went to school, straight A student, you know, I was a goody two shoe and all that stuff. And uh, long story short, I got into a bad relationship and that's, that's how I dealt with it. I went out and got high for the first time and uh, yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty incredible experience. I, uh, I loved it and uh, continued on for years and years and years and years. And uh I don't know. I guess I, I went down a bad road. I got into some uh, some some hard drugs back then, back in the day, and uh, wasn't the best thing for me, obviously. But I learned a lot from it. And um, let's see. So I yeah, I kind of traveled all over Canada. Went from place to place, looking for happiness. You know, just looking to find my little place and find a you know just 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 trying to find my own little piece of existence and be happy. And uh, so I guess long story short, I ended up moving to Toronto and I lived there for, uh, I don't know, quite a few years. And I was still um, back in 2003. I uh, basically, I went to rehab, long story short. I spent uh, 15 months in a, in a rehab facility uh, for my drug abuse. I was into hardcore uh, crystal meth and I was into, I was, I always, smoke my hair but I was into some hard shit and I had to get my stuff sorted out and so that's what I did uh it was probably the hardest thing I ever did in my life it was probably the best thing I ever did in my life you know it, it got me back on track so I got out of there after about I don't know let's see 15 months or so and 
yeah, things were different. I mean, I wasn't living this lifestyle. I was on the clean and narrow, you know, doing the straight. And I actually, first time in life, I could keep a job and, and, and things were good. And then in about, uh, ended up moving up way up in Northern Ontario here in about, I'd say 2012, I think 2013. And my wife got a job here, uh, anyway, in town. And uh, so we moved up from Southern Ontario, you know, threw everything in, give away my job, my pension, everything. Just moved up because I wanted to live in the bush and just be at one with, you know, with nature and just enjoy, enjoy life. And living in the city wasn't for me. And uh, so I, we moved up here and, uh, yeah, it was first time ever. I was living up here, loving it. And I just, I just... Something wasn't right, you know, something wasn't right. I was just slowly, slowly, slowly started getting uh, sick, you know. I just, just, something wasn't, something was off. I was smoking uh, the cheap friggin' native cigarettes. I was getting like, you know, $8 a carton. Like, how do you quit? Impossible. So that's what I was doing. I was smoking the cigarettes and uh, got way, got really, really sick, like weak and just uh, lots of pain. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I quit smoking. I figured, shit, that'd be, that's got to be it. So I quit and uh, like cold turkey pretty much. And probably within three months, my health like this went drastically downhill. And like, you know, my wife said like, you know, something, something's going on. So we went into the hospital and, and we went down that road. And let me tell you, that's one road I, I never want to go back down again because it was three years of just being poked and prod and, and just, just, just everything like they didn't know what was wrong right like they basically went through and tested me for everything under the sun you know i'm young i look healthy i look i look healthy you know what i mean but at one point like i remember in 2016 when all this went down like i couldn't even i couldn't even lift a plate of food like i kid you not i needed two hands to hold like a plate of food like it was so bad i couldn't i could barely walk um like my body was completely shut down like i was you know on the verge pretty much being hospitalized like i've been so many specialists like and I live in such a remote uh, community, like it was crazy. I was waiting like anywhere from six months. I waited two years to see one specialist. Like, so it was just literally going downhill, downhill, downhill. And, you know, they tried, um, after three years, they finally gave me a diagnosis of fibromyalgia, Crohn's disease and chronic fatigue syndrome. So I was like, oh man, at least I was actually, I was happy. You know what? I was really happy because I actually, I finally had an answer after three years, you know, like I couldn't like I was it was so bad like I can't even explain like I, I, had, I couldn't listen I, I was like the sounds were like just it hurt to hear sounds it hurt to see light um like I said I could barely walk I just yeah my body was literally shutting down and then so we we tried uh, the pills we tried all their uh, their pills for Crohn's and that and it uh, did probably about I don't know two three months of that and it just made things worse like it made things so worse man my heart was like pulping out of my chest and i was like holy shit man this is what this an is incredible what story be. so far what is so, exactly for the you know people that don't know including myself what exactly is crohn's um basically it's a disease of the the, 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 the stomach or whatever um it's it's like uh ibs but it's just, I, I don't exactly know. I'm not, you know what, I've kind of diagnosed with it. I, basically, you can't, uh, I can't absorb any nutrients. So whatever I eat or drink, it just like flushes right out. Very like true. not to grow, like it just goes right out. Like there's no nutritional value in, in whatsoever. So that's, that was the reason why I was so weak. And the fibromyalgia is like having raw, like the doctors describe it as having all your nerve endings cut off and it's just raw. And like, I remember um, in 2017, I went, like I was going to the hospital and I was doing, trying to do physio 
and the pain was so bad in the hot tub. I couldn't even turn the jets on. I remember like it was July of 2017, leaving the hospital in tears, man. It was like, I, you know, there was nothing else they could do. There was nothing. It was just like, I thought it was a goner. I really did. I started selling all my shit. I got my stuff in order. You know what I mean? And, and it was only my wife who just, God love her heart. She, she literally saved my life. She said, why don't you try cannabis? And I was like, man, I don't know about that. You sure you want to go down that road? Because before she didn't meet me, she didn't know me back in the day when I was a bad, like not a bad, I was, I'm not a badass at all. I'm just, I was just a guy having problems, right? And uh, I was like, you sure? She said, well, what else? You know, what other, we don't have any other choice. So, you know, you practically fucking die in here. You know, like she, she couldn't stand to watch anymore. So she finally... There was only one guy in town I knew that he was a potted for sure. And I literally just went over and knocked on his door, man. And I told him my shit. And I told him straight up. I said, I, is there anything you can do to help me out? And he, he literally gave me a, like, you know, a little bit. And uh, and that was it. I, I went home and uh, I, I, I think I rolled up a joint and I smoked it. And, and it was like instant. It was fucking instant how incredible it made me feel. Like it was just the pain was gone. Like for the first time in like three or four years, the pain was gone. And, 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 and that's what started it. So I, uh, I went and I seen my doctor and I explained to her that, uh, you know, um, this is what I need. This is, this is the only thing that's worked. I tried all your friggin' pills and, and this has made things worse. So they finally, uh, she gave me a prescription for, was it three grams a day? And at the time, I, I thought that was a lot, right? And uh, so I managed to get a prescription and I ended up uh, ordering it from the government, uh, from uh, Tweed. That was the first uh, canopy growth, I believe what it is. It's, uh, and I thought that was the best thing since sliced bread, getting, you know, buying it from them. But not, you know, I didn't know any better at the time. It's, it's, it's toxic. Uh, How it's open are the doctors the up there for uh, a um, cure? Did they want I'll to run you through other, a bunch of other shit first, or did they take your, your opinion into consideration and go with that? Uh, not really, man. I'm from, a, like, there's literally 1,500 people where I live. There's there's more bears where there are people where I live here. Um, the doctors are very, they were, at the time, they were very anti, they, they didn't even want to hear it. Like, as soon as you mention the word cannabis, it's like the blinders go on. It's like, just please don't talk about that anymore. And yeah, it's sad. It really is. And it, it's, uh, it's changed. Um, so she, she wouldn't even give me like my family doctor wouldn't even give me a prescription. She's like, no, I don't believe in that. and I'm not doing it. So I ended up getting a referral, like not a referral, but I ended up just going online. And uh, there's a place in Canada, anybody that's listening, they're, they're amazing company. It's a rainy river cannabis collective. Um, they're actually patients and they help, they give you prescription, whatever you need and to, to grow. Like they're not forcing you to friggin' pump you into the government meds. They actually want you to grow your own and get healthy. So they literally saved my life. Um, so that was back anyway, I guess. Um, so yeah, the doctors, they finally, uh, I just, I just left. Like I, you know what I mean? I stopped taking their pharmaceutical pills because it wasn't doing anything. The doctor wasn't really helping me at all. So I went and found this rainy river place and it was the first time I was actually treated like a human being. I went there and I had like a, a full hour and a half doctor's appointment. He actually asked me about, you know, my life and what I was doing. like. He was actually genuinely concerned. I wasn't, I was treated like a person, not a number for once. And uh, yeah, he, they finally, they hooked me up with like a 30 gram a day prescription. So I was good for like 150 plants at the time. And I started from there. Um, 
honestly, you're gonna you won't even believe this, but I've never even seen another plant besides my own. I I I don't know any other growers like in town here, and and um, like I used to run the ski hill here in town, and my wife was working at the hospital, so we're kind of two, uh, you know, positions that we can't really flaunt what we're doing, right? It, it just it is what it is. Unfortunately, in a small little town, it's it's still frowned upon up here. Um, yeah, so. I got to tell you, for not ever seeing another plant, what a beautiful garden. You know, Thank all you. the pictures I've seen <laughs> it down your Instagram are beautiful flowers. So you're doing definitely doing something right up there for sure. Well, I appreciate and, uh, that. Glad to hear, you know, you were able to conquer them demons early in life, man. That's everybody's had some rough, rough roads. I know I've, uh, yeah, I had a few demons in my life and able to conquer them. And I'm glad you were able to uh, to lick yours, brother. That's awesome. And I'm also glad that uh, you were able to uh, find some uh, relief in the cannabis plant rather than getting caught up in a part of a pharmaceutical mess. Yeah, no, it wasn't uh, it was a bad road to go down. For me, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying pharmaceuticals are not. You know what? They help some people. I'm sure they do, but just not for me. I don't want anything to do with them anymore. It's like uh, the cannabis plant gives me everything I need. It gives me, you know, it provides me work. It gives me health. It gives me medicine. It gives me food. Like I actually, I juice all my leaves. Like the biggest, two, the biggest two things to my health have been uh, making fico. Uh, like in the beginning, I smoked it. Like I could smoke until I was blue in the face. You know what? It gave me about an hour or two of, of you know, immediate pain relief. But it, did, it really didn't do anything, I'll be honest with you. It was only when I started eating it. When I started eating, like, just copious amounts of cannabis oil, like, within within a year, like, my – it's been amazing. Like, it was it was actually an amazing change, that and juicing. So every time I do a leaf strip at day 14, I take all my leaves. And any male plants I get, I take all my leaves, and I put it in a special, like, a masticating juicer. And I take um, – so it just comes out in a liquid and then I'll pour it into like ice cube trays and I'll freeze the ice cube trays and I'll take two ice cubes every day, every morning, like as a cannabis smoothie with I'll have like a, a carrot, an apple, uh, celery, spirulina, protein whey powder. So it's like, a, it's, it's just awesome. It gives you just energy as soon as you drink it. So between that and the FICO, it's literally changed my life. You know, it really has. It's given me, it's given me a quality of life that I couldn't even dream of. Like I walked the mountain here and town like uh, last week i ran on the treadmill like uh 20 minutes like at at the physio i actually they actually called me at the hospital about it was probably a year ago now and offered a pain management course so i'm like you know i'm i i, I sure i'll go i'll go do it right i'm not going to say no to anything and they were just shocked because i basically had turned the whole system off and i hadn't been in been in the hospital in like two years and when they see like they had seen me around town they knew it was what i was up to but, they were just shocked, eh? And uh, so I did the six-week pain pain management course there. And believe it or not, um, unfortunately, this COVID-19 shit happened. But they actually asked me, the same doctor um, asked me to come back and speak at that pain management course about cannabis at the hospital. Uh, yeah, like, just that's that's the mind-blowing that's change. That's pretty awesome. It's changed. Yeah, I, I thought so, too. I was shocked. They were just, because we did, like, a telehealth, like, a video like we're doing here like a, this video conference and like the pain management course was in a main city and they had a doctor talking about it was just everybody there with, with 
all pain, uh, autoimmune diseases and whatever. And uh, they were just going all over. There must have been like 20 or 30 suggestions on the, the board, eh? like on, on, on what you could do for your pain. It wasn't even brought up cannabis. Like I was just so irate, man. I, I literally just stuck my hand up and I went on a rant for about 20 minutes. And I didn't know if I was going to get kicked out or what. And like literally everybody was just quiet and it was just amazing. Like literally after he just, he was, he was just dumbfounded. Like he had no idea. And it was just, and these are the people that are in charge of our healthcare system. That's what's scary. It's like, I, I you know, I went and I did my Crohn's test and like, you got to get a scope every couple of years and they check, you know, your, your lining, your, your stomach and all that. And uh, there was a, like a young uh, doctor there just out of school, you know, side by side with the main doctor. And I asked him, I said, this was like a year, two years ago. How much education do you have in the cannabis? You know what he told me? He said, I have two hours. He, he's an actual doctor and he got two hours, two one hour friggin' online seminar. Like, it's crazy. It's absurd. Like, so it's just frustrating. You know, it's a slow process. That's for sure. But they're turning around. That's for sure. Well, that's good news. So FICO can be a, a, a heck of a medication for people starting out uh how long and how much of a, how big of a dose are you on now and how long of it before you found some kind of like normalcy because that stuff when you first start taking it can really knock you down your butt so i yeah so i imagine now since you've taken it so much it's probably just like a vitamin to you you know you're just feeling the medicinal effects and not so much of the so how long did it take you to get to that point uh or uh, have you say, reached that point you know what honestly i like i wouldn't even take my RSO tonight because i knew i was going to be on here and i want it to be still what somewhat functional you know what i mean like it's it hits hard man like my meds are strong like they really are but i take like probably minimum a half a gram to a gram a, a night like that's what i usually that's what knocks me out and i get a good okay so you're a nighttime time. user you're not waking yeah. up and uh trying to get through the day on it okay no no i'm i i have uh my well my wife she makes cookies and i make like uh coconut oil uh like jelly bean that's my daytime strain so i've made all sorts of medicine out of that that i that i use uh during the day because but i don't get you know i mean i get high but i don't get like high like in the beginning not even freaking close anymore i wish <laughs> you know the more i think about it as i said it uh it makes better sense to take it at night because you do get that time where uh you can sleep off probably the narcotic effect of it. And just when you're waking up, you're like just getting past that heavy buzz part and just into the medicinal part of the, the FICO. So yeah, it probably does make sense to take it closer to bedtime than it would to uh, when you first got up. I'm, uh, I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to try to make some uh, jelly bean RSO too. So I'm, uh, that's probably, that's on the agenda for the next couple of weeks there. I want to try, I got a big, big bucket of our jelly bean. I'm going to turn into some oil. So for some daytime medication, just like variety, eh? like I literally, I'm forced to smoke this every day, like consume it in one way or another. Um, you know, I, I wish it was part of me sometimes wish I didn't have to do this. It's a lot of fucking work, man. It's a lot. Like I, I'm, I've kind of maybe taken it a little to the extreme, but uh, it's a lot of work to, to do this. It's, it's turned into a, it's a way of life now. It literally is. It's 24 seven. It's, it's, this is just the bedroom, like my garage. I don't know if you can see or whatever. Well, obviously you can't see it here, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's an awesome. It is a full-time job once you get to be a caregiver. 
but it, it's a labor of love and but it is yeah. full time i mean there's no vacations uh you know you don't get to do a whole lot of stuff but yeah it's very rewarding it's, it's so many levels so it's you know what it's given me I'm, I'm free like i've i don't know how to explain it like i am free i if i i'm not a slave to the system anymore like you don't have plan. to explain it. It's I safe. know exactly well, what it's, you're talking about. It's fuck. You know what? Like I've never worked so hard in my entire life. Like I probably work like you know, like seven, seven, sixty, seventy hours a week. But I love it. It's not work anymore. It's it keeps. If I take care of the plants, they take care of me. And to me, that's all that matters. That's the most important thing. Like all the other shit can come and go, but this has to be number one in my life. Like. And I've, I've, I've tried quitting. Like I tried uh, going off the, the Pico and, and just not quitting completely, but really going on a hard and within probably a month, my uh, health is just kind of just slow, not overnight, but you know, within, within a month or whatever, I definitely noticed my health going back. And as soon as I eat my oil again, I'm good. It's actually amazing. Cause I had like, I had heartburn uh, really bad for like 10 years like I had actually like heartburn pills not like your roll age and shit I had to like diagnose heartburn and when I started eating the fico I used to put it in uh, capsules and it didn't it 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 was great you know for the pain but my heartburn it was it was always there so eventually I uh, now I just take the oil and I stick it in my mouth and I, I you know I just swallow it and within doing that for six months my heartburn's gone again and when I went back to get my scope done um like i go every couple years my it's completely gone it's completely healed in my uh all up through here i have a little bit of crohn's left in my stomach it's never gotten any worse like it's 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 only gotten better um and i haven't had one in two years so i don't even know i'm pretty convinced it's probably gone completely now but i really i can't verify that of course are you able to uh to watch chat over there tribal I was trying to tell you before we went live, up in the upper left-hand corner, there should be uh, something that says live in YouTube. If you click on that, you should be able to follow that link, and it'll bring us up. And when it comes up, just pause the video, and chat should be able to roll. You should be able to watch chat at the same time. While you're doing that, I'll just go ahead and say hello to everybody. Hello, Chris Mertz. How you doing? Trey Ballone, John Seeds. Tara Wilson, how you doing? Charlie's Farm, light it up again. Tim, how you doing? Cameron S, bunch of people with us already tonight. Uh, you've had, I wanted you to see that because you've had big props already. Okay, I, I, yeah, sorry guys, I'm, I'm computer like dumb pretty much. I'm, can you just slow it down and tell me what to do again i'm like all i have right now is my zoom just me and you that's all i see i'm not on youtube whatsoever as you're looking at your screen up in the top it should be in the top left hand box corner of the box there it should say live okay. or something you click that and it'll say uh it'll drop down and it'll give you a link for youtube i'm not seeing it all i see is like a like a circle with an information marketing and it's telling us yeah, our address, the Zoom meeting, and then there's a check mark saying client connection is encrypted. That's all I got in the top left. I got a mute on the bottom, stop video, participants, chat, somewhere share on right the bottom, there should be a meeting uh, on the bottom right. And then somewhere there should be a, a live, it should say live on YouTube. And you should be able to click that and uh, it'll say view stream on YouTube. 
It's usually up in my uh, box in the top left. No. Well, hello, everyone. I wish I could see you. I'd love to actually, um, speaking of that, you know, uh, like I've never seen up. a plant, like I've never seen another plant. So I have, like, I have the man, like, my heart goes out to, like, there's so many people I actually want to right now give thanks to because it started yeah. back probably with, it probably started back with, uh, Bubble Man's World, when I found that first on YouTube, and there's nothing about growing on that, but it, awesome information. Like that's it. I found uh, Colton Core, uh, Colton's Cure there with Crohn's too. That, and then from there, I found a grow tube on Friday nights there that used to go down. That that was awesome. I got a lot of information of that. From there, I found the Embracing Organic Show and the whole crew over there. That's been amazing. And uh, with uh, Rasta Jeff and his podcast, uh, I don't know how many hours, man. I've just sat and listened, trimming to him. It's just you know the knowledge is out there if you want to if you want to if you got the time you want to find it everything is out there man there's no reason why you can't do what i'm doing there's no reason that and then uh who came after that probably the most important thing has probably been the michigan bro grow shows to be honest with you man uh the abolish crew and spartan grown and all those guys and they've kind of just helped me out uh with the frugal way of growing and uh, i've changed over my whole watering system i now bottom water and that has been life-changing. Like my yields have gone up minimum, I'd say 25%. So I, I thank you, Abolish, man. You have no idea, buddy. Thank you so much. I'm sure he's going to sure, be stoked to hear that shit. You guys, you sure I, guys are, we're just, uh, I guess, starting to come across a lot of you Canada growers. I don't know what it is, but... Uh, the more I look around and uh, find out where everybody's at, I'm finding there's a lot of good Canada growers because you can't yeah. tell when you see the name, you know what I mean, in chat no. and whatnot. But as I reach out and start talking to you guys, I'm like, holy cow, man, I can see, you know, exactly where everybody's coming from. And you guys in Canada are pretty on point up there. Yeah, I guess. You guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, they, we've had, we've been very fortunate up here because we have a pretty, uh, I don't know if you want to call it loose medical program, but they're very uh, like, it's not that hard to get a license if you're really sick. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they want to help you. So it's, it's, it's a bonus. It's, it's, it's changed a lot in the last two or three years, it's ever since legalization and that, uh, you know, the blinders have come off a lot of people and the doors have opened up. So it's kind of nice. I just want to fucking shout out uh, Smiley's gardens from the frugal forces in chat. And a frequent on uh, this here program. And uh, he was the one about the super soil question we'll get to sometime soon. <laughs> Actually, you know what here? Maybe I can use my phone and I can pull up YouTube on my phone and watch that. There you go. Chat through YouTube. Hold on here. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, I see you here. <laughs> Awesome. All righty, I can see everybody. Hey, Red Center. How's it going? Tara Wilson, everybody. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate it. Should have done this Ed a long Tribal. time ago. Yeah, if you see something in chat there, like that catches your eye, feel free to address it because they're like the, you know, the third person of the show. So if you see you somebody go. or, you know, feel free to hit that stuff. So. Appreciate it. So now we got you all set up. Let's uh where were we? What are you smoking at first off? 
Honestly, I'm smoking on some jelly beans, so I don't fall asleep on you. I'm usually long asleep by now, so I've uh, had a little afternoon nap, so I'm good to go. Took a little bit of mush and uh, a little bit of jelly, and I'm good. Nice. Sounds pretty good, to be honest with you. Yeah. So how long, uh, you know, you're always about interviewing uh, us. How about you? Or how long you've been growing? Right about 17 years now. I've been, uh, you know, doing it a little bit before it was legal here in Michigan and uh, having some fun with it. I've tried different methods throughout the years, different lights, you know, advocate. I did start growing for uh, like recreational purposes back in the day. And then uh, unfortunately, I took a good injury across the back during a uh, uh, construction deal and it was the same thing as everybody else i found it to be a, a heck of a lot more useful to my pain than uh you know the narcotics they were trying to push on me and uh, you know i've been a fan ever since i still suffer from a lot of bad back pains unfortunately i've had a lot of bad injuries throughout my life all of them uh you know double hernia surgeries i've had uh shoulder surgeries and uh, leg surgeries. You're a mess. <laughs> I mean, Holy. Yeah, yeah I've, been, uh, I've played pretty hard through the years. I like to work hard and I like to play hard. And it, it catches up with you. Right on. Yeah, I, know I hear you there. I actually uh, fell down a set of stairs building houses or whatever back in the day uh, with a, like a, I don't know, a 20 foot plank or whatever. And I ended up falling down two flights of stairs. The plank ended up in the, in the basement garage and I ended up in the basement. Yeah, so that was, uh, I know your pain. <laughs> that sounds like a hell of a fall right there. That sounds like a hell of a fall. Yeah, should have been a safety railing, I guess. Shit happens. So, uh, when did, uh, how did you start growing, I guess? Uh, yeah, I know well, you probably uh, didn't dive into the whole 150 at once. Did you start out like no, a little closet? Did you? No, I nice. Yeah, I did, man. I was like, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I still have the tent. I started with an eight by eight tent and it was to go upstairs in the spare bedroom. And then I was like, this is not going to work, man. I got no water upstairs in my house and I'm not lugging buckets. So that tent, believe it or not, is still in its box from five, six years or whatever I started this. And uh, so I decided to go downstairs in the basement. I had a real good conversation with my wife uh who is all on board she's she's probably she's the biggest part she's she saved my life she literally she was the one who said let's try cannabis you got nothing to lose at this point she literally saved my life she works she works with me hand in hand in day in day out so uh yeah um so i started i came down in the basement and then i just i started uh believe it or not i reached out to subcool and i could not believe it uh he sent me some seeds man didn't know me from the hole in the wall and that guy sent me some seeds and i was like so happy i i i still have i have the original mendo dope believe it or not i have i have a couple seeds of that that's that was i was so lucky to, to get a i don't know why the hell he sent me to it but i was so fortunate um yeah and i started that and i started growing down here and uh i don't know if you can see i am growing all in uh i don't know if i can move but i'm growing all uh cxb 3590 uh cobs and then i got quantum boards hlg quantum boards in the bedroom here so that's what i got and see i got a quest above my head here 
and I got a mini split. So, and I, it's a sealed environment. Um, so that's, that's why I basically I researched everything. Like I, I smoked for about a year and then I knew like, this is what I'm going to have to do for, I don't know for the rest of my life or not, but this is what I got to do. So I, I literally spent about three months researching I, all the different styles. Yeah, 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 for sure. You, you brought up sub, which is a huge friend. And there's a, there was a lot, there's a lot of weed nerds that's came this way. And, uh, one that Lunchbox. doesn't pop in that often that I know is uh, a diehard uh, weed nerd is uh, Star Delta 9. And I'm wow. super glad you're able to join us tonight, Star Delta 9. Uh, weed nerds. Uh, I just I, I don't see that name that often, and I, I do recognize that name, and I wanted to give her a shout out. So I didn't awesome. mean to interrupt you, Tribal. That no, that's okay, good. but you're going to have to remind me what I was talking about. I got a bad memory. It's, it's really good. It's just short. Uh, we were talking about uh, growing. You were giving props to your wife. And... Yeah, just basically I uh, set up my, my downstairs here. It's all a sealed room. And uh, okay. yeah, a lot of trial and error. You know, I started, uh, I, I've been growing super soil for five years. And I guess basically now I have a, a bit of a modified version. So I, I have a little, uh, I guess I'll start my process if you want, right from start to finish what i what i do i got a little seat i appreciate it i got a little seed tent uh it's a two by two by three with uh it's got three heating mats in it and i've got 350 uh you know the trays or whatever i'm using rapid rooters so that's my cloning tray um so from there they go into little uh i don't know what they are i don't even have one here hold on Basically, from there, they go into these guys. I'm not even sure what size that. I think they're like five and a half uh, inch or whatever. And, and basically, they'll uh, they'll sit in that for, I don't know, two to three weeks. And then they'll get transplanted into the seven gallon. And when I do the transplant into the seven gallon, I, uh, I use great white mycos. Um, I used to use recharge, but unfortunately, I couldn't get it up up in Canada here uh, anymore. I know as of this week, you can get it again, but uh, I use compost teas, compost teas instead now, and the results have been awesome. Um, so I use uh, the Great White when I transplant. I also use uh, Wow Wallace. It's, uh, it's the world's pumpkin guy. I don't know if you, if you put it on Amazon, but it's like a mycos. That's what I use uh, instead of the recharge. So I use that. And I line my pot seven gallon with uh, half super soil on the bottom. And I have a, a modified, like just a seed soil that it's the same one that I showed you in those little five and a half inch uh, things. So seed soil goes on top and uh, yeah, I transplant into that. And then once it goes, uh, it'll probably sit here. These, all these plants are actually scheduled to go out on uh, Monday, every second Monday, I'm on a perpetual harvest every, uh, every two weeks. I have seven four by eight tables out in my garage and I, and I harvest uh, every two weeks. And then obviously there's an odd week because there's seven tables, not eight. Um, yeah. And then uh, that's pretty much it. So these are all Tropicana cookies here, F2. They'll be going out on Monday. And then all those little ones uh, that I got over there, they'll get transplanted. It's just a, it's a two week cycle that has not stopped in four years. And I, I ran it out of this room uh originally and i kind of uh ran out of space obviously so i i built uh if you go on my instagram i don't know if, if you want to pull it up or whatever if you want to but there's a 
Yeah, yeah I was yeah. actually going to ask you if I could. Yeah, yeah, help yourself. And then uh, what did I do? So I, I ran into a room, and then I was like, screw it. I'm going to build a – I wanted to build a big facility. I really did, eh? But once I got down to running the numbers, unless you got, you know, really a couple hundred grand, like, to do it right, and I don't have that kind of money, not even close. So I, uh, I had to renovate. I was fortunate enough to have a – what is it? I think it's 12 by 40. My uh, it was an old piece of shit run down, like leaking, detapulated. I literally, I cut it in three pieces. I jacked it, uh, poured two two uh, foundation blocks around, poured a whole back section, added a whole roof. Uh, yeah, with the help of me and my buddy, we uh, pretty much did that, and it pretty much bankrupted me to do it. But I just just skimmed by, and yeah, I've been haven't looked back since. Really, I've just been. Uh, just pumping it out every couple of weeks and it's been awesome. I love it. Like it's, it's a way of life now. Uh, this COVID-19, I hasn't really affected me, man. To be honest with you, I, I haven't really left my basement in five years. So it doesn't really, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I get out and do stuff guys. I just, uh, you know, I'm on the, I enjoy nature. I got a, I got a cabin out in the middle of nowhere that, uh, uh speaking of, yeah, actually I'm going to, not this year, but probably next year. I plan to uh, renovate. I'm in the process of clearing some land, building a couple of cannab- uh, cabins, and I'm going to rent them out as uh, Northern Ontario's first cannabis resort. That's my plan. So hopefully, uh, that's what happens. So you guys will have a place to come party if you're if you're interested. In the middle of uh, middle of nowhere in the bush, it's on a private lake, uh, 55 kilometers in the middle of nowhere. I have a satellite phone and uh, yeah, four wheeling, fishing, ATV, and all sorts of stuff. Lots of bugs, though. <laughs> Lots of bugs. As soon as you're up and running, you let me know, and you can come back on and uh, get it all uh, plugged. Make sure yeah, you right. come on and plug that shit. Yeah. And we're looking at these uh, three corkles right now that are amazing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that's okay. Those are old, eh? You're going back a long time yeah. there. A couple of years, probably. Yeah, I started... I started back from the beginning here. Oh, okay, right on. Yeah, you're. Yeah, that's literally right behind me where you're looking right now. You know, if you wanted to watch it, Tribal, uh, just turn the volume down on your phone. Like, get out of the yeah. video and bring it back up, and then just turn it down, and you can watch it. And you know, like you normally would, just don't let yeah, it play yeah. the volume in the background. Yeah. So no, that no, way, you no, know no, what no. we're looking at. I don't yeah, know no, if I can you can see, see on the screen. Okay. Yeah, no, cool. I, I see it all what you're looking at. You got three plants there. You got a big, I think that's my big cosmic glue. That thing was a beast. That's one plant on the right. That was the biggest thing I ever grew, I think. It was awesome. Beautiful. It was an experiment just to try it, eh? So did you, have you built all these lights? Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, yeah, they're all, they're all DIY. Uh, the CXB 3590s are all from Timber Grow Light, um, and the other ones are just HLG DOI kits. How are they holding up? Um, you know what? I just went. I actually just lost my first HLG light, uh, and I probably believe it's just a driver. I just found a replaced a driver, and I'm sure the light's fine again. But no complaints. Is that the only so. type of uh, lighting you've ran? Is that yeah, that? like I just, I, I, in the beginning, I sat down and I just, uh, I, like I said, I researched the shit out of everything before I spent a penny. Like I really spent months and months and months and 
and I, I believe at the time I got the most energy efficient lights that, that were on the market. So I really like our hydro rates are really high. They're like, I think 20 cents a, a watt up here or however it's rated. Um, it's uh, yeah. So I just want it super energy efficient, like to run this whole show. Uh, I haven't had a hydro bill over $1,100, man. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I thought I was going to be in for like, you know, a lot more than that. So. And it is pretty damn good. Yeah, they're super. And that's like that's like running one, two. That's like running four or five mini splits, you know, uh, 3D humidifiers, all the lights, like all the fans. Yeah, it was, and that's just on top of the, the house itself, right? So it's pretty good. So uh, can you want to walk me through, like, your training process in veg? Do you... Uh... You know, all um, that good stuff, your IPM, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, sure. Um, any tips there? You know, basically for my IPM, the only thing I use, um, I don't spray my plants whatsoever. If I do, it would only be RO water. Uh, that's all my plants get is RO water. The reason is I juice my leaves. Like I actually eat my leaves, so I can't spray anything. Yeah. I won't spray anything on them. I don't, I don't I can't. believe, I don't see that. You know what? I haven't sprayed anything on my plants in five years. I'm not about to start now. There's no reason. I don't care what anybody says to me. Personally, it's not needed. If shit gets that bad, I'll cut it down and start over. And I've never had to do that. So I, I admire to me, that. Cleansliness. To me, that's the biggest thing. Like, I vacuum every day. I shop back's my best friend. Like, you know, it's uh, try to sweep up, try to just keep everything clean, wipe everything down. Every time, every two weeks, I'll try to do a reset and, and do a real good clean. And uh, nobody goes in my room. <laughs> besides my wife like nobody's allowed in there right? dogs not allowed in there the cats are not allowed in there that's it's just not happening right on. um so yeah that's the only thing i use is hype oasis smile i think they got a new name now but i'm not even going to try to pronounce it um and that's it uh lollipopping that's a huge thing for me i clean up the bottoms uh for airflow not so much in veggies but uh out in flower it's a huge uh my plants are pretty tall. They're probably, I don't know, some depending, right? Obviously, they get over vegged in here. I probably should put them out a little earlier, but I got lots of space, so I don't mind. Man, this and, is one frosty uh, nine-pound hammer. That we're yeah, at. that stuff's the bomb. I haven't ran actually. I, I I ran that for three years, man. Before I finally, I just there's there's way too many strains to run, so I had to move on. But yeah, I don't frosty. blame you there. <laughs> I, I still got a pack of that nine pound hammer, believe it or not. I'm gonna save it for a rainy day. Nice. So what is your gem currently? I might heard you uh, mention uh jelly bean there. Uh Tropicana cookies. I got a very, very uh purple, like tangy, just uh it's just it's an explosion of flavors in your mouth. I can't I can't even describe it. I, I absolutely love it. Anybody who's tried it say the same, so yeah, it's all it's like this one here right? purple what do you got there oh that's nine pound yeah yeah that looks like more like the one i've got that like a half ghouliner yeah for the first i'm gonna say the first couple years man i'll be honest i was underwatering. like i know for now since i switched over to the frugal way of growing uh, of watering i mean with the bottom water i know for a fact i must have been underwater because uh yeah it's it's night and day i just 
anybody's listening, if you're even thinking about it, man, was one inch of hydrogen and a four by four tray, four plants and fill it up. Like I literally, I, I, I put my, I'm on a four by eight table when I water for, I set, I just do it by a timer. I'm on a, like a, a wand or whatever. And I walk around the table and I make sure it gets all evenly uh, watered. And for about 10 to 13 minutes, depending. And I literally water on Mondays and I water on Thursdays. My water twice a week. And my life has gotten so much simpler. I used to water 147 plants every single day, like every with a wad walking around, moving every table. So, and so I went from 147 to seven. So thank you, Abolished. You have no idea. <laughs> so it's just it's amazing. And I'm it sure he's works. gonna fucking love hearing that shit. Like, like the qual, like the quality's gotten better. The yield's gotten better. Like it's just a win-win, and it's simpler. Like it. I don't know. It's a no-brainer for me. Like I value my time. Like to me, my time is the most important thing right now. So every second way I can, you know, every way I can try to get more efficient or cut down, and gives me time to enjoy other things in life. So yeah, you gotta appreciate that. I'm still hand watering myself, and uh, but you can appreciate uh, anytime you can get freed up from the garden there. That's for sure. Yeah, no, Especially I- if you're watering 150 a day. Holy cow. That's a lot of water in my friend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I got a 2200 liter tank out in the garage there. And I pretty much got to fill it up twice twice a week, I pretty much to go through. Oh, so walk me yeah, through your uh, flowering process here. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, Didn't mean to catch up, sir. No, no, no. That's, that's fine. Um, so basically, they leave this room and they go to the garage and I'll make sure I take all my cuttings. Um, I used to take the cuttings before I put them out in the garage, but I, I, I probably have, I'm pretty good at cloning. Like I get probably 90, 95% rate or whatever. So I'm not too worried. I always take extras. I, you know what I mean? I've never lost a, something. So, so I, uh, I take the day of, I take all the cuttings. So I'll take a couple of trays of depending on what strain and what I want to do for following around. They'll go out to the garage. Um, I do a, a severe uh, a lollipop and kudos to Kyle Cushman because that guy is a friggin' whiz. If he's got a video on YouTube, you guys all should go watch it. Not right now because you're listening to the fucking Talking With Eagle shit show, but go listen to it. It's called Chiropractic, Chiropractic something, Kyle Cushman. You got to go watch it. Literally, we take each plant and we're snapping and twisting. Like we go up one inch at a time and snap this way. And then you snap back this way and it, and it creates knuckles and it creates, I, I guess it's creating like more uh, for the energy to flow to go up and whatever. It's just, just go watch that video. It's a lot of work. It's an ad. It's definitely a lot of work, but uh, the results speak for themselves. Just so you know, they're uh tribal abolished is just popped into chat if you wanted to throw him off that thank you he, he hey just, buddy he just popped in <laughs> thanks hey abolished i've been talking about you just uh just really thanks man you uh just your bottom watering the fruitful way of growing man it rocks it really does i will never ever top top water a plant again unless i'm adding some dry amendments or uh that's about it so thanks buddy I'm sorry. I hope I didn't uh, ruin your train of thought there. Oh, yeah. Every time you do, it does. That's all good. (laughs) (laughs) 
shit. I what were we talking sorry, about? My friend. That's okay. We were talking about your uh, flowering. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, there. that's right. <laughs> so anyway, um, go watch that video, chiropractic thing. So we do that. We send it out day one. Do a nice clean lollipop. Um, this is something I probably do different than some people do because I do two layers of netting, but I don't net them until actually I do the leaf strip because trying to stick your hands in amongst two, three layers of netting and pluck all these leaves out, it's, it's a lot harder. So I don't net them. I let them grow up. I leaf strip them. Then I brought my net down. I know it's a bit of a pain in the ass. I might damage a little bit here and there, but, uh, it makes my leaf stripping time got cut in half by doing that so for me that's huge right um so that's basically that brings us to week you know two three and like i said it's all super soil so i uh once a week uh sorry at day one it gets compost tea so the lollipop compost tea the kyle cushman uh thing week and once a week it gets a compost tea that's like i used to do recharge but now we do a compost tea with uh no kelp, alfalfa, worm castings. Uh, some, I believe there's some bat guano in there. And I put in some wow, Wallace, uh, uh, Mycos. Uh, brew it for, what do I brew it for? Probably 24 hours. And I like to keep the, the actual machine. I have a, it's a compost tea machine. Um, there's somewhere on my Instagram, you can find it. But I actually like to keep the machine inside the grow room because I like the temperature. I like to have the same temperature as the compost is actually going on to my plant so i don't keep it anywhere else so it's the same whatever my grow room is um so i do that once a week and that's pretty much it man you know i do the leaf strip put the netting down and uh once a week i know i water mondays thursdays to get a compost tea um if i see any yellowing out or anything I might give them, uh, you know, a top dressing with some worm castings or uh, some, I use uh, Gaia Green is uh, one of the companies up here for uh, dry organic amendments. I use uh, the 444 and 284. Uh, that's the only other things that I would add outside of my, you know, my water only recipe pretty much. But between the compost teas and that, I, you know, um, to me, I don't, more is not always better. Um, I've, I've tried pushing them and my wife gives me shit for that. She's like, you know, less is more, less is, and you know what? She's right. Um, for me anyway, our plants as a result of the plants, that's what I believe. So, and, uh, I don't give anything past say week, week five, really, maybe week six. If I got a, you know, a 10 leak, 10, 11 week strain, um, they only get our oil water after that. And I've tried giving them stuff up past that and uh, the ash just doesn't come out as clean and the smoke doesn't taste quite as right. And it's just, like I said, none of, don't take anything I'm saying, but this, I've never even seen another plant. This is just the way I do it. Don't even know if it's right or wrong, but it works for me. So um, yeah, it's, that's week five. And after that, it's just water only. And uh, that's pretty much it. I'll check it with the microscope. Uh, for the most part, a lot of times I just I just know now. Uh, just when I'm looking at the plant from growing it enough times, you kind of know when it's done. Um, usually when it's done, I like to let it go another week. When I think it's done, I'll let it go another week. And it's usually beneficial. Uh, chop uh, and harvest. Let's see, what do we do? I will uh, cut the whole plant. I'll do it first thing in the morning when the lights come on. I will, uh, I just go out, chop the plant and 
Um, right at the beginning of my, I have a dry room attached to my flower room with another mini split and a dehumidifier in there. So basically I'll chop the plant and I've got uh, like a clothesline hung. It's like a, it's like a peaked roof like that. And I've got clotheslines going down all the way, like about two feet apart attached to the ceiling. So I can probably hang about, I think I've had up to 63 at one time and I can probably put another 30 or 40 in there if I had to. Um, and yeah, I have a mini split and I set it at 68 and my humidifier, the first, what do I do? The first maybe two, three days, I'll drop it down to like 50 ish, just so I don't run the chance of getting mold in my, in, in the room or whatever. I don't want it, uh, too moist in there. The first couple of days, I just want to get the quick moisture out and then I will let, I'll drop it back up to about 60, 65 and I will leave it in there for a minimum of. 10 days, absolute minimum 10 days, but I usually like to go 13, 14, but I'm on a two week schedule. So I maxed out at 14 because once 14 come, they got to go because there's another two weeks coming in behind them. Right. So that's, that's pretty much it. Um, from there, I'll, I'll take them and hand trim them. Um, and yeah, just hang. So they're dried 14, 10, 14 days, hand dry or hand trim, then they go into jars, um, then they go into a, a, a place, let's just say that. Um, and I burp those jars daily, um, which I just started switching, believe it or not, probably about a couple months ago, because too many jars, that's a real pain in the ass. This takes too long, eh? So I started using food grade buckets and um, yeah, I. it is what it is, I don't, you know, um, I'd like to do the, the jar if I could, but, uh, and then I cure it for How do you like the buckets? Did you notice a difference? I, I'm not, I can't say for certain as of yet. I haven't, I haven't run enough of my strains, you know, enough. To, I've only just put it in the bucket, like uh, a couple strains, like twice. So I can't really, but it's, uh, it's a lot easier, <laughs> but whether it's better or not, I don't know. Um, so yeah, then, then I cured for a minimum of minimum of three weeks. I like, uh, two months by rights. Um, I find it reaches even three months. I find up till about eh, four months after that, I find it's, uh, starting to go down the other way. I don't know. I don't know what happens. I'm not exactly sure, but, uh, for me, for, for me, if I could, if I could do it in an ideal world, I'd do like a two month cure but it's always not, uh, you know, it's not realistic. And that's pretty much, that's pretty much my process, man. I, uh, I love it. Any, I don't know if you got any questions <laughs> or anybody got any questions, man. I'm an open book. I got nothing. I've been, I've been so freely given the last five years and I have like really bad anxiety and really had bad, really like with the Crohn's and fibro, like there's mental health issues and there's uh, anxiety and depression. Like when you're sick for like three years, man, you've been like literally you're bedridden for three years. You, you got no choice. You're going to get friggin' depressed. Right. So uh, yeah. Um, mush, man. I've been microdosing mushrooms uh, for probably over a year now. I take 0.1 to 0.2 daily and uh, it's been life changing. There's no way in hell I'd be on here without it. Like uh, it's just, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's everybody should be on microdosing magic mushrooms. Like it's amazing actually. Yeah. We actually did an episode or I did an episode with uh, Tenazzi's garden. Uh, yeah, I watched not too it. long ago. Did you? Yeah. Did you like it? Awesome. Tenazzi's the bomb. Yeah, man. He is such a great guy. Yeah, he is. 
So yeah, that's uh, that's that's where I'm at, you know. Um, so I got that grow room, and um, I went down last year, and I, I drove I don't know 14 hours one way to go take a course with Frenchy Cannoli. So I went down and spent the day with him in a hash making course in Toronto. That was like bucket list moment for me. That was awesome. That guy's just he's just he's amazing. He's an awesome guy, man. So that was my next question is, well, what do you do with uh, your trim and, uh, you know, your after product? Uh, so watch it, you make it edibles. <laughs> I know you said, you, yeah, yeah, you eat the leaves. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, I got a problem. Actually, I have I have an enormous amount of trim accumulated over the last three or four years. And uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. I really I've my goal. Okay, I'll be honest with you. It was five years. I'm gonna grow, and I think I've reached a level where I'm happy. And the next five years, I'm gonna dedicate to extraction, and then the following five years, I'm gonna dedicate to breeding. That's that's my plan. That's my goal anyway. So I've got. Um, I had a room built, and I had a mini split. Everything already, like like a twelve by twelve uh, shed. I built just over last fall, and I finished it this spring for the extraction room. But unfortunately, my house is full of soil so um yeah we kind of had to sacrifice the extraction room and turn it into a soil room which is awesome so i'm going to uh, i have another garage uh, further over on the on the property beside me i bought the lot beside me and i and i fenced it all in last year and i'm gonna renovate that garage i uh, actually got hydro one coming next week we're gonna put the trench i got the wire and i'm gonna renovate that garage and i have two other patients that I'm going to rent out that building to and they're going to, I'm going to teach them how to grow and one has cancer and the other one has fibromyalgia and she's going to come work and help us out because this is too much and it's going to help her out and she has you know a legitimate license now from Health Canada it's in the works and yeah so I'm going to start renovating that garage as soon as the snow's gone here and I don't know where this is all going to end up but just awesome i'm loving it i'm helping people and you know what i'm getting help and it keeps me healthy and it's a full-time job and I just love it i love i love growing man i just love it you're muted there eagle <laughs> nice thank you sir um you do have a couple questions in chat there uh one of them was what nutrients you use, but that's you're on super soil. Uh, Sergeant Pepper wanted to know what size your room and do you have multiple rooms? Uh, yeah, I got um, like I have a flower uh, bedroom here, which is basically I think it's like 10 by 15. And then my flower room is uh, 10 by 30. And then uh, I have a soil room that's 12 by 12. And uh, yeah, and the other garage is. I think the other garage is 14 by 40 so i'm kind of excited to see i'm gonna i'm gonna turn the back end of that into an extraction room um that's my goal and i'm gonna get a rosin press i'm gonna get a freeze dryer and i'm gonna do extraction for the next few years and i'm just uh yeah i've been smoking the flower and it's time to uh it's time to graduate so that's good uh, that way you never kind of get bored with the process or at least it'll extend it out for you quite a ways yeah, that's the thing. I've always, no matter, it's so weird. I've, I'm always, uh, I lose interest in things really fast because, like, I just, I don't know, I get them and I move on and I'm done with it. And I have no interest in it. But this plant, 
man, I'm going to be my lifetime figuring her out. Like, you know, there's so much to learn. Like there's, there's, there's so much to learn the growing and then the extraction and the breeding. Like I'll, I'll be dead before I know anything. It's amazing. And my wife's just as passionate about it. So it's great. You know, it's a, it's a win-win we, you know, she had a hard go of it too. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just plants magical. It really is. Everybody should be forced to grow four plants and the world would be a lot better place. It's pretty amazing that, uh, that you get that kind of support from your wife and uh, she's uh, interested in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very fortunate that way for sure. It wasn't always like that. She had no interest in it whatsoever. The first two or three years, like she just, it was my thing. And you know, it was, well, and now she's kind of, uh, jumped in she knows more about the plant than i do probably that's so. even pretty cool too <laughs> she's sounds a, like you she's, get a pretty good thing going there brother yeah i i'm very 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 grateful i really am i'm so blessed like i'm just so fortunate i just i just i want to share it with people and actually you know what i if you don't mind i want to do this right now because it's completely legal in canada I want to give away, um, you're allowed to mail up to 30 grams of flour in Canada. So I don't know how you want to do this, but if you want to do some kind of contest, pick a number, I'll let you and whoever wins, just get a hold of me through Instagram, DM me, and Monday morning I will send you out a little care package. Just for, uh, but you got to be in Canada. I'm not sending anything to right. uh, you abolished. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be nice but gotta we be get played by the rules so i don't even so know if we're listening in canada but fuck yeah there is. is there's light it up tim there's boom farms there's a bunch oh, of canada well and believe it or not i think uh it says last i checked 17 percent of my audience was uh from canada <laughs> right on. so yeah that's pretty good odds there brother i guess uh so let's say, with that being said, and average viewers, I think you would be okay if you picked a number from one to fifty. Okay. Okay. And you, uh, I'll one write to it 50, down right now. I'll write it yep. down, and then when we're done, well, I'll show you. How about that? Fair enough. Fair enough. You can uh, even uh, you could probably just DM me it or whatever. It's all good. They trust us. And not then, a problem. Uh, I'll show you. And then uh, whatever number is closer to the whatever number he just drew, sure. well, they win. Sounds good. He to says, me. UK? UK? No, yeah. not UK. I don't want to go to jail, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Only in Canada. I'm not breaking any laws up here, guys. I'm just trying to help somebody out and just share the plan. That's all. <laughs> That's funny. They got a lot of that shit. Oh, man. What a great night. I'm I'm in Canada with a Texas address. Just a glitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can probably do that right now. Mad Dog must be there. You got numbers coming up right now from Canada. I'm guessing. I'm not sure. Well, you just say you just. Oh. Okay. Well, you know what? Star Delta. The Star Delta. Honestly, there's 17 right there, man. You see it? Nailed it's it. backwards, but that's 17. I just seen that that's number right. go by. So, yeah. Star Delta, like, you nailed it. There you go. So, Man. Star Delta, you just send me a message on Instagram there. Hook me up. Send me your full <laughs> name, address, phone number. So, I got all the information I can put on the Canada Post uh, little thing there. 
and it'll go up Monday morning for you. I'll Look send you some love for you. Some Tropicana. Awesome. How about this? I'll send you some Tropicana cookies, some Slurricane, some Temple the Dog, and some Dog Trap. There you go. That's, That's a hookup right there. I am jealous. I'm not in Canada right now. <laughs> if you were, you already have somebody. <laughs> oh, man. She says she's in California. Right. Well, that ain't going to work. Well, keep them coming, I guess. Well, oh, so well, shit. Now they can't. They know. Kind of screwed right? that, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys can't play like that. You guys got to be seriously in Canada. Yeah, guys, I can't. I'm not going to send like cannabis across the federal border, eh? Like. <laughs> yeah, we're not. All right. So I guess DM me. Or DM him. Yeah, that works. And because you know the number, right? Is that cool if they DM you? Yeah, totally. Whoever, whoever, whoever wins. That way you get to follow. That way you get the follows and everything. Sure. So if you're in Canada and you want to play along with this, you've got to DM Tribal Gardens on Instagram, and he will. Show me the number and uh right that way I can verify that you know if they DM me and say my number was whatever, I can verify the number, double verify, right? But I don't care. But yeah, whatever, hit him man. up. Whatever. Nope. You got DM Tribal Gardens, his number. What is the number between one in fifty or one in a hundred? Yeah, one in fifty. That's that's more than enough. One in fifty. One in fifty DM. Tribal Gardens, only, only if you're on Canada soil. Only if you're on Canada soil. Please. But you still follow him. Please follow him for all that great information and all that stuff. No matter where you are, you can follow him and uh, at least follow, right? So um, is there a certain method that you want to take up in your... uh, Extraction? Are you gonna go bubble? Are you think you're gonna go hydrocarbon? You gonna no, start I, pressing some rosin? Yeah, in in Canada, unfortunately, we're not. Uh, the only thing we're allowed is uh, water and pressure. Uh, no solvents allowed. Like I mean, I know the LPs and stuff, but uh, average Joe Blow at home, yeah, it's just uh, so bubble hash and rosin press. So I'm probably gonna uh, probably gonna do some uh, some bubble. And then press that eventually. That's that's where I'm I'm hoping to go with the freeze dryer. Probably gonna get the rosin press first though, because I literally have I got bags of trimmed. I could just start off to start experimenting before I ruin any of the good stuff, right? Right. Uh, so. I love fucking washing some bubble. That's for sure. Eddie, you got any uh, tips? Is there any like severe no nos? Uh. I would not letting it sit for too long is probably the biggest no no. But I do, and I hate to be like all sub coolie like, but uh, I do have a video of good where I walk exactly through the process. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll completely through the process on my channel. Oh, and here in a few weeks, I'm, I'm glad you kind of asked because I've been talking about uh, doing a run right here on a live instead of uh, having uh, a guest 
just kind of setting everything up and getting ready and doing it. Yeah, that way I can ask questions and uh, do it live. That on sounds the air. awesome, man. Yeah, you should do that. I'm sure. It'd be, I mean, it would benefit myself, obviously, but I'm sure it wouldn't be the only one. I'm sure there's lots of people out there that are maybe a little too shy or don't quite oh, know no, that. I think that I think that will do quite well. That's one of our favorite subjects here is uh, yeah. hash. Everybody, everybody yeah. likes some hash yeah. at one point. So. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm old school. I like my knives. That's what I like. Torture knives, the original uh, dab break. <laughs> it's funny because the, like a lot of the world doesn't enjoy a whole lot of flour. A lot of the world actually enjoys a good hash. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, but I enjoy both. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I could go without my flour. To be honest with you, I enjoy a good hash, but I, I got. I like that full-bodied smoke of a, a good flour. Yeah, no, I uh, I enjoy my flour mostly, definitely. What else we got here? What else can we gabber about? So, what uh, strains are on the on the hunt list? What do you got? Uh, uh, I have I actually I just I just did the leaf strip yesterday, so they've been in the flower for two weeks. So I got another six weeks to go, but uh, I got I put thirty-two uh, new I guess seven strains, but thirty-two possible phenos. Um, so I'm literally every day checking uh, to make sure. But I got uh, some wedding cake. I got some turple from in-house. Um, iced out from in-house, uh, twisted velvet from in-house genetics as well. Um, uh, I've got a, I don't know if you guys know who Tricky D is, but years ago he had like a, an auction on thing and I, and I managed to get a cut of the, it's called puzzle piece. It's supposed to be a cross of the Crippy out of Florida with blue dream, I think. So I'm looking for a nice daytime smoke, but, uh, so it looks very promising. Uh, what else I got? I got some Relentless uh, Frosé. I just put that in. There's one there, Frosé number two, man. She's a beast. She's looking really nice so far. So there's a couple there that are sticking so far ahead of the others. So it'll be interesting to see what I come out of it for sure. Uh, Bob 420 is that wanting you to talk about your uh, Temple of the Dog. Okay. Yeah, that's from uh, Ethos there. It's... Uh, it's potent actually it's uh it's so frosty it's incredible actually i love it like it's it's been i've been growing it for probably three years now and i'm probably gonna be growing for a little bit longer i i'm actually keeping it around just for the hash i believe i i, I mean i don't know for certain but it's it's just frost it's just it's just caked on eh so and that's what i'm kind of keeping her in the, the back there for i i love her she had, uh, she was a very, of all the phenos I had, there was, they were on the smaller side, but uh, I managed to get one that, uh, if you look on my Instagram, there was actually, I think my last harvest, it's, uh, yeah, some big, some nice, yeah, I was impressed. I love it. It's good nighttime smoke. Yeah, I don't know if Mike, anybody else got any questions, but. Uh, Mike Jones was asking, uh, how was the slurricane? I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, the Slurricane's great. I got mine from Archive uh, back when they had that crazy price or whatever. It was like 60 bucks for a pack, so I grabbed some at the time. And uh, yeah, no complaints. 
it all works right. for me. Like I'm not, I'm not super picky. Eh? Like I love the taste. I love all the different flavors and stuff, but it all works for me. So I'm, I just, I like variety. I can't smoke the same stuff every day, all day, all week. You know what I mean? I like variety. It just, my body likes the, the, the change as well. I eh? like to get the medicinal benefits out of it. I really noticed that uh, as soon as I try something new, it's like smoking all over again. So I like switching it up. How many strains are you currently running? Uh, I think I'm up to about 13, maybe 13, 14, somewhere around there. All those ones you, I said, and then I got the Tropicana Cookies, Dog Trap, Tumble Dogs, Lurricane, that Rose, Puzzle Piece, yeah, Twisted Velvet, Turple, In House. Yeah, I don't know, a few. Hard to keep track of them all. It is. <laughs> What's the Dog Trap like? That's the first time I've heard that. That's that's from uh, Red Eye, Red Eye Genetics. Um, I can't even remember. I've been growing it for a couple of years as well. I can't remember exactly what the, the cross of it is, but uh, it's just super. It's night. It's all nighttime smoke, eh? That's kind of. I like my indica. I really do for pain. That's kind of what that. That's what I need. Back in the day, I couldn't smoke indica all the time because smoking indica, I'd be going to bed for a nap. But uh, things have changed, so. I prefer good indica too, yeah. at least a, a hybrid indica leaning. And when, yeah. uh, back to Bob wanted to know what's the Terps like again on the Temple of the Dog. Oh, you're asking me stuff that I can't. I, I suck at describing things, man. I really do. I'll be the first one to admit it. It's kind of like it's pungently grape. Like I, I definitely smell. My wife says it's grapey. That's about the best I can give you, man. It's uh, you open the jar, it reeks. It reeks of grapes. That'd be my wish I could do better for you, man. <laughs> well, that's enough to draw you in right there, I would think. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love it. I like it. If it ain't good, it doesn't stick around. That's that's the bottom line. There's 10,000 strains out there, man. And there's only I only got another 30 years in me, so if it ain't up to snuff, out it goes and in for the next one. And that's what I love. I just I love bringing in the new, eh? That's how you're going to find this stuff. Because I don't have, I don't, like, you guys are so lucky down there. You're all connected and you all, you know what I mean? You can just throw each other, you know, bud and clones and seeds and all that. But unfortunately, where I live and what I, I'm kind of, you know, a lone wolf up here. So, which is a bonus in a way, because whatever I find, I know nobody else got it. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, I had seen the one uh, picture of your uh, house there where that snowbank was all the way up the house there. Man, I can appreciate that. I ain't that bad, but, man, I get my snow up here, that's for sure. You're man. up in the, the northern UP then, are you? Not UP. I'm in northern Michigan. I'm not that far up, and trust me, another 10 miles. It, it, we're in Lake Belts here in Michigan, so, yeah, yeah. man, I get it tough here, but, man, 10 miles up. 10 minutes north of here is a whole nother belt. <laughs> yeah, I'm about five five hours tougher. to the border. You're coming down your way, I'd be about five hours to get to the border. So I'm way up north. Like we still got snow. There's still two feet ice on the lakes here. It's nuts. This has been a rough winter. About five winters ago, there was 120 houses that were froze out. Their water lines were frozen. The town had to come and uh, just run those uh, winter frost lines from house to house just to keep them going it was 12 feet of frost went down and busted up everything it was it was bad 
Yeah, I'm kind of not that bad, but usually this is a, a light winter for me. I mean, usually I would have snow right now up until the middle of May. It's yeah. usually when I get rid of my snow here. But we yeah, got I'd, like to lucky do, this uh, I'd like to do some outdoor, but I, I don't know, besides light depth, but uh, the only thing I can get away with up here is probably autos, I imagine, because I can't put anything out till minimum, minimum June 15th, you got a risk of frost. And then by September 15th, I'm guaranteed a frost. So it's kind of, I've got, you know, I've got, I got three, four months tops, right? So eventually I'm going to, my dream, if it ever happens that I win the lottery, I'm going to open up that cannabis resort and I'm going to put a big light depth out there and I should be able to get two grows out of a light depth out at the camp. So we'll see. Nice. That's the beauty up in Canada. You can have four licenses per property. So like two people can grow in a house and grow for two other patients. So you can have four licenses per address. And I have three addresses. So technically I could run 12 licenses. I mean, that's just absurd. And I wouldn't do that, of course. But I have the option to, to, to do it out at camp, right? So I'm going to transfer one of my licenses to just to experiment and do an outdoor grow out there. Well, it's got to be comforting to know that uh, you could if you would want to. <laughs> well, yeah, but it costs money, eh? I'm friggin', I'm just skimming by as it is, man. I'd love, like I said, if I win the lottery. <laughs> or I find a nice investor. I'd be like, I've already been uh, approached by a couple people. I don't want to talk about who or whatever, but I'm approached by a couple, uh, like, LPs or whatever. And it's like, I... I don't want to move to Saskatoon, which is even freaking colder than where I am. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it is what it is. Maybe someday the right opportunity will come along and uh, the right people. For me, it's not about, it's not about the money. I don't care. Money comes and goes. I've had money. I've I had no money. I've lived on the streets. I, it, it's, it's about the, the people and, and their passion and whether, you know, they respect the plant and they, people don't realize if you respect the plant and you treat it and you, and you, and you give her what she needs, she'll give you back tenfold like people these it makes me disgusting all these like lps in canada that are growing for pure profit like they're just feeding the stock market and it shows like it shows like they're failing miserably you know it's just i don't know i gotta maybe a very guided uh, opinion on that but it's just it's just so, frustrating because sorry I don't, I just i'm gonna keep going because uh the medical patients in canada have gotten screwed like they've closed down all our dispensaries They've, they've literally limited, you can't get what I can provide or what you could get at the dispensaries at an LP. The quality is not there and neither is the potency. So like, there's cancer patients that are like eating these bottles of diluted water, expecting to freaking cure their cancer. It's, it's not happening, you know, and it's, it's sad. And this bottle is like 150 bucks and there's like $5 worth of medicine in it. It's just, it's, fuck, it pisses me off. Sorry, my... Oh, I love your passion, dude. I, I, I appreciate your passion 100%. I was just going to ask, uh, you know, what symptoms were your patients? I know I, you, we've talked about how cannabis is helping you, but I was wondering if you could touch base on maybe uh, how it's affecting your patients and what it maybe are some of their illnesses, you know, yeah, uh, that it's helping them. If you can, like, you know, I understand. Yeah, no, no, I, no, I, I know there's legalities and stuff, but I'm, you know, I'm, you know what? I send medicine to my dad all the way across the country. Like he, it's so funny because five years ago when all this happened, like they were, they were like the doctors, they were so anti-cannabis. Like it was mind blowing. Like you mentioned it, they're like, we're not going there. 
and literally i send like uh like a topical cream and cbd to my mom and dad like it's and they've been consuming that for you know a year now and it's changed their lives and it's just once they seen me go from like practically dead to doing what i'm now and i have a quality of life like they people have to see it they have to visually some people are so you know they unless they've lived it they don't know it they have to see it somebody else go through it and come out the other side and yeah so so that um yeah i have a like a topical cream that um there's a i'm not going to say names or anything but there's a gentleman that uh he could barely walk like he had some kind of a fungal infection on his feet if you actually pull it up on my instagram you scroll down there believe me you'll see it because the picture is so gross um but he, he couldn't put a sock on he couldn't walk he couldn't put a shoe he was like off work and uh, somebody through a friend of friend or whatever he managed to get a container of my cream and i sent it to him and actually i sent him three or four and i never heard from the guy or whatever like three or four months later and he sent me a picture in the beginning and it was like his, he, they were going to amputate his foot like his, his nails were all falling off and it was like it's gross you should pull up the picture it's disgusting to see it um and literally he called me there last just after christmas and not only is he back like he's wearing his socks he's got his shoes on and he's back to freaking work full time and they were gonna amputate his freaking feet like it's mind-blowing like i don't know just yeah there you go man like look at that that's nasty those are not my feet that's him like you know what i mean like that's uh and i'm, I'm that's actually, uh, all from a cream yeah yeah it's just a cannabis cream man yeah my wife makes it yeah it's amazing like he's, he, you could see his, like his toenails are literally falling off. And they were like saying within another six months continuation, like where he was to where he was going there, that this possibility is going to have to his, like his, his toast. Like, yeah. That's amazing. So, and now he's back to work. So I believe wholeheartedly in the power of cannabis, man. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, so there's that. That's and there's incredible. another, uh, believe it or not, the lady is who I just got her license. Um, she, She's my neighbor practically. Um, she has, she was finally, after like five years of going through what I went through, she was diagnosed with fibromyalgia as well. And they had her on so many pills. Like when I met her maybe two years ago, um, like she was a walking zombie pretty much. Like she was just so medicated, like from all, she was on something like 17, 18 pills a day. Um, for pain and for all the just and they give you one to cover up the side effects of that and then it's just just walk around with a suitcase full of pills and today she's on two you know uh, 16 months later she's on two and cannabis of course so and she's happy you know she's herself she's her what she used to be like you know before the pharmaceuticals took took her over so it's uh i've seen it like in so many people it's it's there's no denying it yeah <laughs> I kind of went on a soapbox the other night about that kind of thing that uh, when you go to the doctors and you're having some problems, I really believe the first step a physician should do before he starts uh, dishing out, you know, random prescriptions that make you uh, more deficient in other ways, which like you said, just lead to more pills. They should be uh, taking a blood analysis of your body and seeing what you're deficient of. Because a lot of times that's what the problem is to begin with. It's a little iron, a little magnesium, something. You know what I mean? Which could be corrected with just a few natural minerals before you start dealing out all this artificial shit that makes you, like you said, deficient in so many ways. And what, like you said, 
What's your answer to that? Well, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Until you're absolutely so numb from all the different medicines and you got one foot in the grave. It's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. I hate it's, big pharma. Ugh. Yeah. No, I do. It's just sad, right? They have no, they just care about that. They don't care about your, your you know, you're a number. You're not a patient. And that was the most amazing thing when I went to the Rainy River Cannabis Collective. Like the doctor sat down with me and he, he, you asked me like what do you eat every day like in three years not one doctor asked me what my diet was you know what i mean like it was just and i firmly believe it's not just the cannabis say it's been like through diet change um i used to eat shit like just all just sugars and junk food mcdonald's and just just crap that's all i live <laughs> there you go i'm four hours from the nearest mcdonald thank god um but yeah and i so i changed my diet and uh exercise and then, you know, the little microdosing of mushrooms and cannabis, man, life is, life's pretty good today. If this is as good as it gets for me, I'll take it, man. Like, I'm so happy. Like, just to be, I've been given a second chance at life. Like, I really have. Like, I thought I was a goner, man. Like, I sold my scooter. I was selling all sorts of stuff just to, you know, get my wife and get her in a set up or whatever. It was, yeah, that's, that's where I was going. So now next winter, I'm going to buy a skidoo. <laughs> whatever thunk it. Like I, there's a mountain behind me there, and I, you know, I dreamed of climbing it. And I walked up it there the other day, and I could go do it again in the morning. And I couldn't do that three years ago without cannabis. Not a friggin' chance in hell. So I'm just so grateful. What an amazing story. I mean, seriously, I'm not even bullshitting you. I mean, I love hearing these stories for sure. It's been one hell of a ride. I've heard too many of the other stories to be a big old red spot. To be honest with you, I've heard way too many of the other stories. I've lost a lot of friends. I've lost my mother, a lot of my aunts and uncles. All the pharmaceutical bullshit. All the pharmaceutical shit. I mean, it's sad. And no, it's just, really sad. Like, oh. like, I have an uncle in Newfoundland right now. He's probably got maybe two or three weeks to live. He's been sick with cancer for over a year. I've offered him. I, you know what I mean. I've had my mom, dad talk to him, offer him. I'm not interested. Nope. Not. A, rather die than take cannabis. That's sad. Why yeah, are we sad. living in a place? That's so sad that we live in a place that's been so demonized, like for so many years, that that's where these people of that age are at. Just, it's so wrong. It's just, ah, oh, it makes me mad. I have a. Uh, my stepmother lives down in uh, Florida. And it's just becoming uh, more uh, legal down there, more accepted, if you will. Uh, but she, she, she'll she call and tell me some stories every now and again of uh, people like in their 80s. I, she tells me that my favorite story in particular is of an 85-year-old that she knows. And uh, she went over there and, you know, knows her through church, kind of went over on like a goodwill visit. And uh, she got over there and she's like, you got everything you need. You know, you got all your meds. And she's like, oh, honey, I don't need that stuff anymore. I don't I don't take it. And she's like, really? I can't believe that. So how you doing it? How you getting by? And she says, I'm honey, I, I'm using the cannabis nowadays. <laughs> and she says. Yeah, really? I can't believe that. And it's working for you. She's like, yep, I'm off of everything. Mm-hmm. And she, wow, that's fantastic. So how are you using? Are you using like edibles or, you know, 
how you taking it? She's like, no, no, no. I just, I, I smoked the bowl, honey. I smoked the bowl. <laughs> how fucking awesome is that, that's man? Awesome. Yeah. I just, oh, you know, picture just awesome. sitting out on the porch, just, you know, hitting a nice bowl on a sunny day. Well, just, well they just they just released a study or whatever, like a few months back, wherever the, the seniors in Canada are like the leading most group that's using. Like, it's, it's amazing because they're all figuring it out. You know, why... Why do we got to take a box full of pills when we can take one pill? And and you know what? They all talk amongst themselves. Like they all, even when I went to that pain management course, it was like seven or eight of us in there. And I was the youngest guy. Obviously, most of them were, you know, a little, a lot older or whatever. But yeah, they were just, they, were, they had no idea. And they, since then, a couple of them have dabbled, let's just say that, into uh, cannabis. And it's, it's awesome. I'm so happy. I wish I could just... I wish I could teach the whole world how to grow. I really do. I'd be so happy doing it. Like we were talking about earlier, I mean, especially, especially for the sick. I mean, this thing, this plant has is so rewarding from start to finish, from the time you get that seed to crack. You know what I mean? The the journey starts there. You know what I mean? You're all all the way through to harvest to you know what i mean you that first harvest when you're smoking your first flower is that there i don't that's an incredible feeling right there and to everything else you can do with the plant to when you pass it on to somebody else how many times you gave somebody some flower just randomly just handed them a bud or a bag or whatever and the gratitude <laughs> and the thank you in their eyes from them you know it just it's worth it you know it's better especially than when it's itself. good bud especially when it's really yeah. good bud then they really appreciate it anybody can get yeah. bud but when you get really 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 good bud from somebody man it means a lot right it means a lot to me anyway because you know their heart and soul when they're growing that right so yeah and then that's then so you you just getting through harvest there you know what i mean and you're not even necessarily ingesting it as medicine yet and there's you know more ways to, it's helping you through that process i mean all the way through all the way from the time it pops out to ash to fucking trash it's fucking medicinal and it's it's bringing goodwill all the way through it's, like it's, it's hard it, to believe it's been held down so many years it's so therapeutic, just the act of growing. It really is. Like, it literally forces me out of bed. It forces me to do what I have to do to get through the day. Like, it's 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 amazing. And I've never gone into my grow room and left, you know, I've always left happier than when I went in there. Like, I've never, it's never been the opposite, ever. Not once. And it's like that. I mean, how many, yeah, just like you just touched to. I mean, how many times you went in maybe in pain or maybe in a bad mood? something bad happened and fucking you know you just fucking you've lost yourself into them plants yeah, yeah. sit down relax and take it easy and yeah it's a it's a miracle plant i mean people say that and i think people don't people outside of the community i guess just think we are just talking exactly shit when they say just, that, when they hear that but it's not it's you know it's so beneficial all the way through i, I thank the god it, it, it is a wonderful it's a wonderful plan 
there ain't another one like it. I mean, can you think of one other plant that has so many uses, so many medical benefits? Uh, I can't. No, I, I don't think there is. It's the only other thing I would like to uh, dive into is the, the mushrooms growing. I want to try maybe someday, hopefully that Canada will, with all the new studies and the, there's a bunch of studies in John Hopkins and there's a bunch of universities, I think, uh, and just in this last year, they got approved to study the psilocybin. So hopefully there'll be some, I know there's going to be some good studies coming out of that. Hopefully uh, we'll be able to do a little home grow down the road. You never know. Oh yeah, there's uh, definitely some municipal value in the, the mushrooms for sure. I'm a believer in that as well. It's nice that see Colorado here in the states has already started to utilize it and study it, so they've they've opened the door for us. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. There's there's loopholes around that. I don't know about Canada, but I know like <laughs> here in, here in the United States, uh, uh, fungus are legal are legal if they do not uh, flower. So if they don't pop out and you know button, uh, they're legal, which means like uh, truffles are legal. Okay. Yeah, I just—I'll <laughs> have to check into it further, but I just can't risk anything with what I got going on here. Obviously, I wouldn't even dream of it. So right on. But, uh, <laughs> but if you're again, this is also a good time for a plug for a friend. Uh, uh, if you're into tenacity. growing regular mushrooms, tenacity, yeah, yeah, the sacred three mushrooms there. Uh, promo code Eagle, save ten percent on that shit. So, uh, yeah, just throwing that out there, just because we're on the subject of mushrooms there. And apparently, he does ship to Canada. Just saying, guys. There you so. go. He is a great guy. He is a great guy. Yeah, he's he, such he's a fun actually... character. He's actually another one that bottom waters. I actually picked pick, picked up a tidbit of information from him a few months back, but I never followed through with it till I heard it again from a bollister with the bottom watering. So, uh, yeah, he's switched over as well, and uh, he's had uh, some great results. So, UK SIF, you're in the UK. But the Canada viewers are supposed to DM Tribal Gardens with a number 1 through 50. And the one that hits it or the one that's closest to wins. That's how that works. Canada only. I can't say that enough. Canada only. And I will let that no. run until tomorrow morning when I wake up. So whatever messages are there in the morning when I wake up, whatever number there, I will uh, I'll make sure to let you know, and I'll get that off Monday morning. You know, you know, if just in fairness, uh, tribal, because yeah, this show gets like two waves, really. I mean, we'll get some tonight, and then like you we'll bet get you. doubles tomorrow. So let's go till eleven thirty tomorrow, till the next show time. Perfect. That 24 fair? hours. Yeah, that's more than fair. Because you know what? I normally don't watch. I would love to watch a show live. But uh, yeah, I'm normally in bed too. So I Ooh. usually watch it the day after. You know, if, I know you said you're an early early bird, but uh, you could all, you could pop on real quick tomorrow and uh, announce it if you wanted to. 
Yeah. Just real quick. Hey, tribal gardens. Yeah. Yeah, This is the winner. Yeah, I can do that, man. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Unless something catastrophically happens tomorrow. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, no, I'll I'll definitely. If you, if you can't, if you can't make it, how about you uh, just DM me and uh, with the winner and I'll I'll announce it if you can't. That, that I most certainly will. Yeah, no, for sure. I will do that. Yeah. Either way, I'll get a hold of you. That That sounds fair. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I figured why not? Right. Everybody else sends seeds and whatever, but why not? Hey, and I'm jealous. Out, so why not? It's awesome. You know what I mean? You can like, like three years ago, we were all like demonized plant. Now you can literally like, you go to Canada Post, they actually have a, a can cannabis envelopes strictly just for sending it. It's like mind blowing. <laughs> wow, that's pretty progressive. I'm jealous, Canada. I'm jealous. We're getting there. I mean, as far as I know, to this day. We can uh, mail CBD product, but we can't mail anything with THC. So okay. we're making slow slide strides, but uh, who's that guy pulling that envelope open? <laughs> I'm not suggesting. I said, who's that guy pulling that open envelope open in intestine? But uh, I'm not. <laughs> Until we're legal, I'm not ever going that route. Uh, someday soon, someday soon. So you still got any snow down there? Is it all gone or what? Um, not, not unless it's in the shade right now. I'm, we've yeah. got a early, this is the earliest since I moved up this way. Uh, since we've had, uh, snow gone this early. Usually it's till the middle of May. I mean, when I bought this house, I mean, as soon as I signed the freaking papers in the in the driveway, mind you, in the driveway, the guy looked at me and he's like, <laughs> "Enjoy your two months of summer," and I went, "Huh? huh? Yeah." And he's like, "No, man, for real, man." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And yeah, <laughs> sure, shit, man. It, it snows in like, well, it snows in October. And it doesn't let up until, you know, May, middle of May is usually when you start seeing some ground. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, you I get the fall and a quick spring, two decent months, and then it's fall again. So the way it sounds like, it, fall, it, sounds like at, it falls off a wave quicker over there, up there. Yeah. Yeah. The only difference is we got two months of bug season. We don't have two months of summer. We just got two months of bugs. <laughs> I'm pretty they're lucky pretty that way or have been oh, anyway. Bad. I'm in the middle of a fucking forest, actually. A national forest. And yeah, I'm, you, would think, uh, you would think the bugs would be worse, but I don't know. They they're not so bad. Yeah, no, they're they're I've been in the only other place I've ever been that they're worse is Labrador. That's the only place. But they're they're pretty healthy up here, let's just say that. Well, there was actually two years ago, there was an incident on the highway. There was, uh, I don't know, a couple of badass dudes or whatever. And they, uh, I'm not sure what happened. The cops chasing them down. It was only trans highway. One road in, one road out. So anyway, they ditched their vehicle and they took off in the woods. And literally, they came out about three hours later begging, looking for the cops to come, p- please take us. Because they were chewed alive. Like, you know what I mean? They literally just ran in the bush like, Southern folks that weren't used to the, they had no idea what they're in for, man. They got chewed alive. They begged the cops to come grab them. 
<laughs> yeah, wicked. We we do got bear up here. In fact, I was just saying the other night that uh, I've seen some tracks like not even a quarter mile from the house and the road. I was like, oh shit. Oh god, yeah, we have we have bears. And I used to I ran the I used to work at the ski hill before I got sick here. I like I ran the whole ski hill here in town. And um, literally, there was days I'd go to work and I couldn't, like in the spring and the fall, there's bears on the hill. Like, I literally have the, you know, I can't go work on that side of the hill because there's bears. Like, there's so much wildlife around here. Even if you look on my Instagram there, I got pictures of a lynx. I've seen probably, since I lived here, probably, oh, God, maybe 20 lynx. Like, they're everywhere. I've seen wolf. It must be a pretty. You got pretty close up on it. I did. I was checking it out today. Yeah, it's you got pretty, pretty wild, close eh? up on it, or you were able to zoom up on it, anyways. Yeah, yeah it was pretty they, wild, man. Are they they're pretty, very. They're. Uh, I could never. You could never. They're so. I don't know explain it. As you walk towards them, they'll always keep that distance. Like I've, I've actually followed one when I first, when I first seen one. Back when I moved up here, I was like, what the hell? I followed it for like a half a K through the bush. And it would never let me get, you know what I mean, close to it. But it would always keep its distance. It was so cool. But, yeah, they're uh, they're a pretty magical creature. Fuck them. Any other cool-ass animals you see up there frequently? Uh, Lynx. The only other thing I seen was uh, bobcat. You know, with the like a mountain lion, or whatever bobcat or cougar, I'm not sure exactly what, but uh, yeah, there's a there's a few of them around here. The MNR are actually the our Ministry of Natural Resources. They actually confirmed finally, like there's been sightings for years, eh? But they finally just came out and said hey, there's cougars around. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's about it, man. Just uh, growing and hoping to get my camp fixed up this year and. I got to, uh, I'm going to re-renovate my other garage and I'm going to put up a tarp shelter and then put all my stuff in that garage into that tarp shelter. And then I'm going to renovate the garage and start growing in there. So as soon as the snow leaves, that's, that's probably going to hunker down and get a lot of work done the next couple of months. It'll be a lot of work for the next two or three years, but then it'll be all worth it. We'll be all done. So are we ever done? Well, I've been doing this a long time and I seem to just keep rolling with it. Well, I got to tell my wife we're going to be done then. <laughs> I, I can buy that one. I can buy that one. I can respect. Yeah. In fact, I can respect that one. Yeah. I can respect that. No, I'm very fortunate, man. She's all for it. Like, she totally, like, she saved my life. Like, literally, I'm so blessed. Like, that it was her decision. Like, you know, like, she researched it. She did all the work, the legwork. Like, I was literally dying beside her. Like, you know what I mean? So it was like, she just, she she took the ball by the horns, man, and ran with it. And she she moved mountains for me to get me the help I needed. And yeah, and then kind of gone from there. So it's been uh, life's good today, but it wasn't so good like three, four, you know, two three years ago. It was pretty rough, but it's amazing. It's really amazing what one you know a couple of people can accomplish when you put your mind to it. And I don't know, I just it wasn't my time, man. I was like, not my time yet. I got I got shit to do. So I'm just very, very, very grateful. And I, you know, I literally was forced to sit on my couch for like two years, pretty much. Like, you know, I could, I couldn't even go for a walk around the block. Like I was pretty much not bedridden, but you know, I didn't have any energy to do anything. So now that I'm, you know, I, I don't want to sit down. I just want to go, 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 go. And I got to, 
moderation, <laughs> moderation. So it's a, it's definitely a, a learning curve. So if you don't mind me asking, how many patient or plants do you get per patient? Well, that is completely up to the doctor. Um, there's okay. no, like, I know in Michigan, I think it's 72 your max or whatever. I think you guys are at, right? Uh, with the uh, caregiver and, you know, patients plus yourself, 72, correct. And okay. then, uh, they've graced us with, uh, the wreck. So if you, you can have, uh, your 12, but they have to be in a different spot and that's only 12 per household. Oh, okay. It can't be mixed in with your medical plan. How it works is you're only allowed four licenses per address. The size of each individual license is dependent upon your medical condition prescribed by the prescribing doctor. So one patient could have three grams a day and there's, I have 50, you know what I mean? So it depends on it all. And there's a formula depending on how many plants you're, you're allowed. So um, I don't know. I think I'm allowed 240 or something like that. And my wife's. I think that's fair enough that. though. I, oh, I actually think here. that's a big, it, yeah, that's a good system. I like that system. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, I, I have no complaint. It's literally saved my life. Like the first license I got was for three grams a day. Yeah, I couldn't even juice. Like I literally, I don't know, like that did nothing for me. It was only once I got a big enough license to juice. Like I go through, like you can take, let's see, I probably, there's 21 plants per table and I do two tables every two weeks. So I get four grocery bags, you know, your normal grocery bags of leaves. And all that gives me is about three to four ice cube trays. That's it. I use, so there's 14 ice cubes per tray. So it gives me seven days, one tray. So I've literally been doing this for four or five years now with this amount of plants. And I still only have maybe 50 or hundred ice cubes stocked up, like put away, you know what I mean? Because that's how much material it takes in the machine to actually come out into a, a liquid. It's, it's crazy. So that's the reason my prescription so large because I juice all the plants, all my male plants, all the leaf stripping at day 14 and day 42. Um, and not really a leaf strip, but a selective, you know, leaf plucking or whatever the, on the bud sites, but yeah. What were some of the immediate benefits you uh, noticed from juicing? Um, you can actually, I'll, I'll tell you about it, but if you actually remind me now, uh, Dr. William Courtney, if you go on YouTube and put in Dr. William Courtney, um, he is the one who, I don't know, discovered it, but he's the one that kind of promoted it or whatever that got it out there. Uh, for me, it's it's just like I ate really bad diet. Like I didn't eat very well before, like I was saying. So it's it's not instant. Well, I guess it kind of is. Instant. You drink it and you get energy. It's like having caffeine for me. Like I don't drink coffee. I only drink water now. That is it. I don't drink no pop, no no beer, no alcohol, none of that. I'm strictly RO, RO water. That's all I drink. Um, so yeah, it's uh, just just overall health, like overall energy, well-being, sense of goodness. Just uh, I don't know. When I drink it in the morning, it's like I'm just get up and go. It's it's it's. And I think it's been just a you know period of time with the with the FICO that has really you know brought me back to like I'm probably I'm gonna say eighty percent of what I used you know what I mean what I used to be so and if that's as that's I'm happy with that I'll take that <laughs> shit I was kidding I thought I was gonna be dead three years ago so <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, to think you're going to be dead three years ago. I'm going to go ahead and bring up your Instagram page because uh, I've 
forgot. Yeah, yeah. John Boy, John Boy said he couldn't uh, find it, so I just wanted to show it real quick. So yeah, it's just uh, tribal space guard, just the way it's uh, shown there on my. Uh... There you go. It should be popped up for you guys now. Yeah, that's it there. Yeah, that's some. Uh, yeah, the second picture there. I just. I did the leaf strip there. You can see on table one, and that's all the hydrogen there with the frugal way of growing and watering. So you can see it. That's just uh, normally I have 21 plants on table, but that's like a phenol hunt. So I like to leave a little more room so I can see what's going on. And, yeah, and that's mostly Tropicana cookies there you're looking at. Looking good. Which is a favorite of everyone's. So. Yeah, you got a nice room. Look at that view. Holy shit. Yeah, that's the mountain. See, that's my that's my whole town right there. See the lakes all frozen. Yeah, that's it. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Some beautiful oh, view. you know what? Speaking of that temple, okay, you see that bud right where your cursor's on? That's Temple the Dog, the one that the guy was asking about earlier. The one with the big mm -hmm. bud in the middle. That's the Temple the Dog. So, good look. Yeah, that's it there. Yeah, it was so a lot of work building that room. <laughs> it's crazy that uh, you've only run the LEDs. It, well, it's crazy for me anyway, I guess. You know, older I, you are. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, oh, but, oh, you know what? That is a lie. The first light I actually, now that I remember, the first light I ever bought was, a, yeah, it was a, let's say a 600 watt HPS because I only got eight foot ceilings in my basement here. And I bought two of those things, and I ran one crop with it. And I said, that's got to go. <laughs> and I, when I realized if I had more research, and I knew what I was into, and I got my first hydro bill, I was like, yeah, I, uh, now that you say that, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, there's that Lynx nice. there walking down the highway. So how would they normally attack you, or they just stay like a distance ahead of you, like you said? And they yeah, mean I, animal? I, you know what? You would not want to cross them. I bet you it would like, it would, it'd probably limb you, but I don't think they're, you know what I mean? Like they're a vicious animal. You would not want to go toe to toe with one. Have you ever watched a video on YouTube, like two lynxes, like attacking? Yeah, it wouldn't be good, but they're not, uh, I don't think they're aggressive towards humans. No, not at all. I mean, if you obviously did something stupid to it, you probably got what you deserve. Right. But, uh, yeah, they're pretty docile. That's your husky my, there. Yeah, that's my buddy Anuk. You betcha. So beautiful dog. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's awesome. He's he's scared away a lot of bears. Let me tell you, he's probably that dog's probably chased about twenty five bears in seven years, man. It's crazy. I look like a good run right there where my cursor's at. Oh yeah. Lot, well, actually, they all look like they've been really good runs. Don't, don't you know what, though? Today. It's It's been, uh, yeah, there's my cabin, actually, there on the, you're almost there. It's just, okay. I cut down those trees last fall there, and I'm going to try to clean that up this year. Nice. What's this here? That's beautiful. That's Tropicana cookies. Oh, the Tropicana cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, uh, Great she's a special shot. girl, that one. Thanks, man. Yeah, she's a, I love it. I just, I opened a jar and I just stick my nose in there and, oh, I just can't get enough of her. She's awesome. That's my There's favorite nothing. smoke of all time ever, like that I've grown. I've probably only grown maybe 50, 60 strains, but that is 
nothing's come close. Boom Farms, you've been in here all this time. I didn't see you. Good night, Boom. Yeah. Fuck. He's a fellow <laughs> Canadian. Damn, yeah, Boom. Sorry, brother. I hope he put his number in. Me too. Put your number in over there, Boom. Don't forget that shit. Yeah. Hook you up. He's a good guy. Yeah, actually, I watched him. I watched him there uh, on your feed there. That was amazing, too, bro. Like, 24 hours, like, you're a god. Like, I don't even know how the hell you stayed up. You were pretty, you were almost about nodding off the last three or four hours there, but you pulled through. I don't know how I did it either, man. I, I, I'm an idiot for not recording that shit. I'm guilty because this is what I do. If I uh, if I record this like right now, I have the option to record it, but Zoom records it in a, a bigger file. Okay. Okay. To where if I can go live like this and then it process through YouTube and then I download it back through YouTube. It's an MP4 file, which is more friendly for everything else, and it's a smaller file. So I, I do that, and I I didn't see a reason, or I still don't see a reason, although I'm about this much leery of contacting YouTube and going, hey, why ain't my fucking 24-hour marijuana fest I'm posting? <laughs> I'm a little drawn back on that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sitting back patiently. Yeah, I'm patient. It says processing. It did, in nowhere on it does it say, hey, buddy, you're fucked. Or have I got Is like. Is it still email. running? Is it, it still says going? It's still, it says it's still processing. That's what Nobody can. Ago. I can't watch it. Nobody else can watch it. It says processing. That's all it says. Oh, well. So I'm in hopes. I keep changing it back and forth, you know, trying to. Uh, like re- refresh it, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. like I've moved it from like private to public, and uh, I've moved it like a couple of times, folders, that's, trying to like I, refresh it a little bit, but still processing. I think processing. that's. I think I think that might be gone, man. After eight days, God, I, I hope, hope not. not. I hope not, but well, fingers crossed. That was epic, yeah. man. You had everybody on, like all those guys helped me build this. Every one of them had some part of it, eh? Like. It was an yeah, epic awesome. day for me, man. I can I can say that, man. I hope to God it makes it so I can save that shit. So, yeah, everybody wants good. to do it next year, so it, there's a good possibility that uh, it may be well more better organized and uh, you know an annual thing. Hopefully, see the thing is what you don't realize. There's a lot of people out there like myself that I'm like I don't even know how many hours I'd have to drive to the nearest cannabis event. So, you know what I mean? All those, like, watching uh, 420 on YouTube, all these live events and stuff. Man, I appreciate that. I really do. I'm so grateful Man, that, you know. I was impressed. I got I looked at the analytics because I looked. And they had, when we checked out uh, that night, it had uh, almost 1,800 views up to that point already. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and it, the watch time was, like, off the hook. Uh, I mean, it... People like I, I watched people all day long. I don't know if they came. I was one of them, or what? But man, just like Mo said, that thing, them numbers went up, 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 and then all day long it was just level. Stayed all there. day long. Like you're at like, yeah, it like just stayed there. eighty all day, seventy or eighty, like all day. Yeah, I, I couldn't think I believe had like, it. 
I had two naps and a bunch of trimming and a leaf strip and you were still going. <laughs> I went to bed. I woke up. You were still going. I was like, it was awesome. I don't know how the hell oh, you did man. it. Well, it was a lot of things to smiling and boom there towards the end. Uh, right helping, on. you know, autopilot that shit a little bit. Everybody's still, and, and you know what else the kick the the kicker is on that? You were watching live, so you obviously know that we made that mark, but we hit that mark, and I was actually kind of tending to go over just because, just because, just. But yeah. uh, it you they cut us short. It actually pulled it on us. I didn't kill it. It oh. actually Zoom killed it, or YouTube killed it, or somebody killed it, but it wasn't me. And then uh, if you now I go back and watch the the processing. It says 23 hours, 54 minutes, and like 37 <laughs> seconds. So it clipped off six minutes of that. That sucks. That's bullshit. Yeah. Oh, well. What can you do? It doesn't matter. You know what? If you were there, you seen it. It was meant to be, and it was awesome. That's all that matters. And like okay. I said, you're going to do it again next year anyway, hopefully. Hopefully you do. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. That's my goal, was- actually is next year to get to a cannabis event, man. Like I'm so like in five years, I've only been out of this place for less for more than 24 hours. I went to Jamaica for 10 days. I brought somebody in and on a whim, uh, just showed him everything in the garden, man. And I was blown away. When I came back, the garden was better than when I left and he had never even wanted a plant in his whole entire life. I was shocked. And it was just sad because he actually, the second I got back, he said, thanks for everything, man, but I'm moving. <laughs> so, it was like horrible. I lost the only guy that I could trust, and he actually did a good job. So, yeah, I haven't been, uh, haven't been away. Yeah, that's ever a bummer. Since. So, that's a hard person to get right there. Yeah. That you don't hear that good story that often. It's usually the other way. You come back and they're all overwatered or something stupid. Yeah, no, I got lucky. But anyway, man, it's like one thirty my time, and. Uh, been on this for two hours and it's been a blast don't get me wrong i i really uh appreciate the opportunity and i appreciate the sound wave and yeah i hope uh just my story you know what can uh, inspire somebody else or just give them a kick in the ass to get up and get moving man because uh if i can do it anybody can do it so oh man i'm completely honored you were able to take the time and tell your story because i know it inspired me it touched me i love hearing the people not having to depend on the pharmaceutical bullshit i love to hear how it's changed lives and so does everybody else that's for sure so like you're more welcome to come back Oh, I appreciate that. And you know what? I actually just thought of something, too. You know how amazing the plant is? I wore glasses, okay, for ever since I was a little kid. My prescription has gone down, like minus 4.5 or whatever. It keeps going down, down, down for the last 25 years. The last time I went got my prescription, I kid you fucking not, man. My prescription not only stopped, it's gone back up the other way in both both eyes. Like, I've gained, like, 0.5 in both eyes. And even the doc, like, he's like, that's not that's not normal like that's crazy so and that, that's i mean i contribute that right from the cannabis even my teeth i know i'm missing a tooth here i was all my tooth like started to like not falling out but they were in rough shape and uh, most of them have stiffened all back up my all my gums are good and i just gotta get that little that's the main reason why i haven't wanted to show my face for the last little while you know it's just my own self you know it's you 
it's kind of funny that uh, you say that right there about your teeth. Because I was just listening to uh, an audio book called The Intelligent Gardener today. Uh, audio. I love fucking audio, man. You fucking learn why you work, man. Just let it go in your ears and fucking just, it's there. But uh, what he was discussing was uh, he was priding himself in being, you know, he got sick of uh, not getting nutrients from the food he was eating. And he uh, started growing his own garden. In the first couple of years he was growing because the inputs he was uh, putting into his soil and he was almost 100% dependent on the food he was growing. Uh, yeah, yeah. He said, he, and he said, man, I hate telling this story because, you know, it may put off, you know, organic growers at this point, but you got to finish the story here. But he said that uh, it was because of like artificial nutrients and uh, the inputs that he was putting in the soil, all his teeth were loosening up. And uh, he noticed his wife's fingernails were, uh, she noticed rather, we're getting super weak and shit. And uh, it wasn't until he changed the inputs and went completely organic that uh, he noticed that uh, uh, every his teeth tightened back up and everything else. It's an amazing story. Uh, again, the intelligent gardener, uh, huh. either by you know, the book or the audio there. But uh, he uh, it coaches uh, all through it uh, how to garden organic and inputs and you know all that shit, which it sounds like you're already on that type of system anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's but. where I'm going. My next, uh, I want to put a vegetable garden in, eh? I uh, once the snow goes in another couple of days, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I've I've been doing some research and I want to build some big hugel beds. So I've got uh, an area probably. Uh, I don't know. I got a huge area there, big enough for more than what I'll need. But uh, yeah, I'm going to try to put in some Hugel beds. And uh, eventually I want to put in a, a greenhouse over top of that, maybe in a couple of years, just to give, give me an extra month on both ends of the season. Eh? So. I hope you do. Well, uh, I, again, you said it was getting late. I don't want to hold you because yeah. I do appreciate no. your time. Uh, well, I appreciate it, man. I really do. It's been a blast. I don't want, I'm and, not kicking uh, you off, though. Don't understand no, that. No, I'm not no. kicking you off. No, no. <laughs> I know, man. I know. I know. I Like I said, I got to I gotta get up at 6.30, work in the morning. I got lots of stuff to do in the garden. So, But uh, it's been a blast. Thank you so much, man. And uh, keep doing what you're doing, Eagle. I love it, man. And everybody else, there's a reason why you've had all these superstars on your show in the last month. So just keep doing what you're doing. It's not always about the plant, man. It's about getting to know people, too. And that I appreciate. I appreciate that, brother. I, I really do. do I really appreciate that. So. Okay. And I appreciate anyway. you for coming on. It, it is impossible without people like yourself, as well as the big names. And, you know, it's it's people like us, you know. It's, you know, the cool people like Mr. Soul are great. You know, we all have respect for them. We've all learned a lot. We've grown their plants. But it basically... It's us that make the system go. And it's, you know, it's an honor to have you on. And, you know, everybody, I'm sure everybody that's tuned in tonight and will have the opportunity to tune in tomorrow is going to enjoy your story. So, you know, and if you don't, if you doubt what I'm saying, check back tomorrow after you, you know, we give that 24 hours and look back at the comments on the video because a lot of times through the day, people drop off a lot of great comments about the show which really helps the show by the way leaving comments and uh 
throwing that thumbs up, which people have been so gracious about uh, supporting the show. I got to thank everybody for that. You know, I said, like I said, it isn't just about me. It's about you. It's about them. And uh, it's about the plan. So I appreciate every, all the factors that go into this. And uh, well, you're more than welcome to pop back in. And like, I, it's usually now that you can come back on on another episode. If you got some updates, you just did some to your room. Or if you're up late and, you know, you can't sleep and you see after the, it's usually after the guest goes, you know, there's the after yeah, sets yeah. there. And uh, past, that's when, that's when past guests are allowed to jump in and talk so some you, shit. Now, so, so you got anybody uh, coming on now? I don't want to leave you high and dry. Are you just going to shut her down or what? Uh, you got any plans or? Well, I just throw that up. I don't know exactly. Uh, I may go on for a little while longer. Not okay. so much. I got some work to do, and I told you what happened before the right show on. there. Yeah, I know. I hear you, bud. So okay. Well, gotta... uh, yeah, I hear you. Thanks for everything. And, uh, yeah, so you can find me on uh, Instagram, Tribal Gardens. You got any questions, hit me up. And you know what? If I don't know everything, that's for sure. But what I do know, I'm more than happy to share with you. Um and yeah, anybody putting in your number, make sure you get it in by 11.30 tomorrow. Just DM me or whatever. I'll send a number between 1 and 50 to uh, the Eagle there, and I'll touch base with you tomorrow, and we'll get that out Monday morning. One number only, though. Don't be spending like 50 numbers, and i got to spend all day. Just one number, please. You don't have to go crazy. Yep. One number Duplicates, if you each. send more than one number, then you're disqualified. How's that? All right, go. that's fair enough. You send more. I'll than take one your number, first you number. Call. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's only fair, right? So anyway, yeah. guys, uh, I know I haven't. I know there's lots of guys in chat here, and I I can't talk and do chat at the same time. I wish I could, but uh, pretty simple, guys. So uh, thanks for having me, Eagle. And yeah, man, it's been a blast. We will maybe we'll do this another time for sure. I I really enjoyed myself. I hope so. Thanks for having. Me. I hope so. Take you care. Have a great Rick. night and uh, all right. Excellent tomorrow, brother. You too, man. You too. Thanks for everything. Take care. Good. Tribal Gardens. How awesome was that? A very inspiring story. Uh, awesome garden. You know, he walked us through his entire technique. Uh, yeah. What a great, just genuine guy. You know, just one another great example of the great people we have in this community. And, uh, Story by story, it just seems to uh, prove itself, really. So you guys know the drill. Is there anybody out there, anybody in chat? I've seen many names in there. If you're ready or willing to jump in, of course, uh, smiling. I've just seen you pop in. Again, I'm not going to go too long tonight, but I guess I'll uh, hang out for a minute. i still got lots of work to do. But uh, let me know. I'm still smoking on a... I did a salad tonight in the big joint. No hash, though. No hash tonight. A little bit of a hectic day. A little stressful. And then kind of found out... Uh, one of my dogs was hit before the show. Well, I don't know when she got hit, but uh, she was, I found her in my driveway just before the show, about an hour before the show. It's a huge bummer. 
So what you guys smoking on? How was your day? Mainly, I want to know what you're smoking on. And I hope you had an excellent day. Yeah, it does suck. She was only about a year and a half old now. She was, uh, see if I can actually bring up a picture of her. I may have a picture of her. Princess, one of my daughter's dogs. So cute, little uh, teacup, uh, chihuahua. I, I'm sure I can find a picture of her. Here with me, folks. So, how you guys? Ah, oh, here we go. Right, our Vader OG rosin. That sounds good as shit. Damn it! All the dog pictures are on the other chip. That's a bummer. I have to get one for you guys tomorrow night. I'll show you guys a picture of it. OG bubblegum. That sounds pretty good. Platinum cake. Peeps. Cherry CBD. Smoking that black gold. Sounds pretty good. Wedding cake number uh, F4. Nice. Red Setter Farms, you have an invitation if you'd like to jump in. I don't know who else is uh, in the chat that would like to jump in. But like I said, I probably won't be long. But if anybody wants to jump on, talk some shit for a second, you're more than welcome. I did hit you with those numbers, right? If you wanted to jump in. Since I see you in chat there. I grew some. How you doing, sir? That's some badass fan art you got going there. I really like that. So really, really enjoying it so far. Pretty awesome. Actually, I can probably show it. Let's give me a minute here figure out how the fuck we play on the internet. Here, drop down, catch up on chat. Rubber skunk. How in the hell is that? Starstruck. That sounds pretty good. Redhead me on that Star Destroyer the other night. That shit looks... He made it look so good. So, so good. I got to trim up some skunk punts after this. Cheers, I grew some. But other than that, it's been a great interview. It was a great day. 
talk about who we got tomorrow. Let's take a look, see who we got for tomorrow. Ooh, tomorrow we got Chris Mertz. Chris Mertz will be here dropping some knowledge tomorrow. The American one, you want to jump in for a few? Probably got work in the morning, but uh, I'm going to talk to you in a few days. Jump, jump your ass in here, bro. I just hit you up with the numbers if you want to jump in, TAL. The American one. DLP2372, how are you doing tonight? Aldridge 25, hello. JD's smoking that burnt rubber skunk. It just sounds fucking pretty good. Mad Dog, how you doing tonight? You seem like seems like a pretty new name. Chiba Man, you're not a new name. How you doing tonight? Appreciate you popping in. Modern Genetics, another uh, pretty constant name. Smoking Grove Fraser. How you doing tonight? Johnny Cana Seeds. How you doing? Hating life. How you doing tonight as well? What's up, Smiley? How you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on, man? Just hanging out, dude. The tribal's badass. That was a sweet interview. I love looking at his garden. What a great guy. Totally open, totally willing to open answer questions. Dude, that's fucking wild. He has not seen anybody else's can like his own cannabis plants are the only one. I I don't know of anybody else that's could say that around here. That's fucking wild, man. You know, especially as fucking nice as they look. He's on point with it. I just I love the way he's like. No, nah, I just jumped in. All hundred and fifty. All gangster. Like that's pretty fucking cool. I like. I, I admire shit like that. That's kind of the way I fucking roll with shit too. And uh, I love the professional, the perpetual harvest. You know how he's fucking pulling down every two weeks. I mean, when you get on that kind of schedule, even my one month, uh, you know, schedule, which is kind of, I only get two weeks off, so I could say it's like a two week schedule before I have to repeat everything. It's usually harvest, repot. That's it, too. As I fucking usually, if I'm on the ball, which <laughs> I'm slacking right now, as I pull them down, I'm washing that 10G pot and I'm fucking, you know, potting right back up. Then as I wa- you know, pull them out of that three gallon, I pay it, fucking, I wash that three gallon and fucking put the one gallon in there, you know, wash them once and cups go up. But, all that process starts every two weeks. I'd said once a month, but now I think about it. It's two weeks of work and two weeks of play. I was just going to say, man, that's hardcore, dude, flipping every two weeks, especially when you got a large number of plants like that. Do you I figure, I mean, if you're, even if you're hanging for a week, to, you know what I mean, a week to t- at the shortest or whatever, or a week to 10 days, then like you got the next few days to try to trim all that just to fucking go right back and do the harvest again and hang it off and then you're taking care of all in between too so whatever rotations you're doing to your room of like clean up oh, and that smiley. you just twist in the knife twist in the knife fucking smiley Dude, that's, I give that's what I, that was uh that's usually my method is i'm usually a wet trimmer and i usually i utilize my uh 
herbs now. I'm still using that fucker. I love that fucking thing. I do. <laughs> Until somebody fucking can tell me to my face my weed sucks because I use that thing. Whatever. It hasn't happened yet. In fact, the people that when I, the patients that I've had, and then when I switched over to the dryer, never noticed. They never noticed. I fucking, I had to tell them that I switched into the dryer, to be honest with you. But because I've been staying up and fucking playing every night, I've been getting a little fucking behind. So last three days, and I'm sure I got two to four more days, I've been fucking just pulling down and fucking chuck pulling leaves and fucking hanging. <laughs> which which you just were so nice to remind me, Smiley, that I'm going to have to go back. I'm just putting, I just put a Band-Aid on that shit. I just put it off for a few more days. That shit's coming back to fucking haunt me here in another fucking week or so. But yeah, thanks for reminding me of that because usually I would be uh, wet trimmed in the dryer and then straight to the fucking jars for cure. But no, I've still got to go back and uh, trim up and I'll do that shit yet. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's never ending process of it, man. Like, yeah, harvest, then you move the row from veg in there, move all your rows in veg. You know what I mean? You get all, I got to set up my watering to get all that all set up. Yeah, get right back to one night of leaf stripping on this one and night of lollipop in, and before you know it, you're harvesting again. I'm on three weeks, though, so that's that's why I say it's hardcore, because I'm running my butt off trying to keep up anyway. So Then if you start to slack off a little bit like I have, your schedule can uh, drift, which sucks. I've had that happen where... Uh, the schedule just get almost it's went to back to a monocrop. Then you gotta like put the brakes on it and fucking stagger it back out. You usually have a tight month because of that shit. It ain't easy, man. No, but it's like uh, like Tribal said, it's a definitely a, a labor of love. Yeah, when I was out uh, like doing a little bit of consulting things, like. A lot of it was just people curious about growing, you know, that was like a lot of the inquiries and stuff, but it was just, it blew my mind how many people thought of it as like a retirement gig, you know, like it was just going to be, yeah, we got some retirement money saved up, you know, or just recently retired and it's going to be our, our little nest egg gig. And it's like, well, it's a lot of work, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, it's not like an easy thing. I mean, you're going to have to be dragging pots around with soil and not easy. So what's up, man? Get, he, get was, your... he was fucking talking up abolish his uh, frugal system there. You guys, this frugal system. Kind of impressive. Twice a week watering sound pretty appealing. Yeah, that's pretty crazy with the uh, the weight increase too. But I have heard similar stories, um, not just with wicking, but having a constant moisture in the pot. So it uh, has. It, I don't know, like, because guys talk about that with blue mots too, where they'll get an increase in yield over hand watering. So I think it's similar to that. But hands, yeah, <laughs> it's a really nice system. 
I was considering it myself, even running it with the Bluemont, not just totally wicking, but having something underneath, you know. And I'm wishing I would have threw some hash in with this doobie. <laughs> Get your motivation going. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, it's been a long day. I almost, and I guess I'll ask you live on the air, because at this point, you're the guy that I'd look to to fill the shoes. Because uh, you're the idea, man. <laughs> uh, so I almost, I almost fucking, uh, I almost, I almost called it in today. Because of the shit that happened for the show. It was, had a little bit of a stressful uh, day going on. And then, uh, like I said, I would, I would, took off to go uh, grab a quick bite because I didn't have time to cook. Uh, grab a quick bite from the local crap fucking McDonald's there and uh, went to go pull out my uh, dog was laying in the driveway and uh, that's fucking blue uh, so I was very that was like <laughs> time I got you know it was probably about 45 minutes before the show and I was pretty worked up when I first spoke with Tribal I said man I don't know I may need your help. I don't, you may have to walk yourself through a little bit of this interview because I'm not, I'm not all in. To yeah. I don't know. I almost hit you up to see if you were willing to like just like come on and <laughs> hang out, run things while I, you know I took care of what I had to take care of. Yeah, I mean, I I, I still I, actually have to go back through and watch the the cameras to see uh, what exactly transpired. And uh, I don't know. It's one of the things. Do you want to know? Do you really want to know? I don't know if I want to know. But fuck yeah, it. Man. That sucks, but, man. That's a shitty thing, for sure. Yeah, she, I got a couple of small dogs, but uh, she was, they're all different in their all ways, but she was like a mini uh, chihuahua. She bought only you know, teacup. Yeah, my girl had a Chihuahua mix, and he'd always get out and run around the neighborhood because he could get out our fenced-in backyard. And he'd always come back, you know, like for four years that dog would do that. And then, yep, one day we got a knock on the door, and he went quite quick enough. So, sucks. Does. Thanks. It makes me want to give my other little girl a hug, my little old dog. <clears throat> Talk to you for a minute. I'll go grab her right. for a second and introduce you to Rube. I was actually going to show her to uh, Father Mike the other day, but it's one of them things I didn't know uh, how they'd take that shit. Her name actually started out to be Ruby, my um, youngest daughter named her. But it quickly moved from Ruby to, I call her Ruby Doobie every time I cut her, <laughs> which is uh, Father Mike's, well, you know that, Father yeah. Mike's wife. I was going to show her. That's what Lexi was talking about in chat that day. Is you want me to bring her? You want me to bring her? Because I told her that I would, might introduce her. And she wanted to rush her in here and introduce her to Father Mike. But I didn't know how he exactly how you take, you know, me comparing my cute little dog to your wife. I think that <laughs> I could see how, I could see how, you know, it being good in nature, but it could also spin out badly. So I, I didn't. Well, let me grab her because I'm missing from Princess, the one that passed today. 
So what's going on, Miss D's? I see you out there in uh, DLP. Definitely, man. We'll be around. Uh, a little low on stuff now, but John Boy, I see you got some videos. I did, I did find you. I had to scroll down for a while, John Boy, to find that for sure. But the purple leaf does stand out. So that's cool, man. We'll check it out. UK is throwing you all the high recommendations there. Who's else in there? Killer Bee's Garden. What's going on, man? Thank you, thank. 420 OG Trey. Oh, there's Ruby. This is her long haired sister. Long haired? Yeah. Well, she's a mixed. Well, Princess was short hair. She was like a short hair mixed uh, version of her. Uh, but this big, she's full. The Ruby's full grown. Wow. Yeah. But uh, Princess was a no bigger, but she was a short hair. She, you know, like a normal Chihuahua would be. She's got a, she's more of a long hair version. Oh, she's being all shy. She's such a dance girl. So, yeah, I'm a little soft-hearted to these little girls here. I, you know, I actually wanted a big dogs, and uh, my daughters all had, had to have the little girls. And I got attached, man. The, these little dogs got just as much fucking character as the, the fucking uh, big dogs do, if not more, I think. Yeah, as long as they're not yippy, that's one thing that gets me about the little dogs. They get when they get yippy. Even big dogs that bark all the time, it just kind of gets annoying. But um, my yeah. parents always had little dogs. I have a big dog now, and my uh, and my girlfriend had that little dog, and she always makes the comment that the big dogs don't don't snuggle with you in bed or whatever. <laughs> like, they got so much character. Don't. The little dogs do. They, I mean, big dogs got a lot of character, but the little ones are. You know, very. They have a lot of facial expressions, character, a lot of character just in general, I guess. And I think these little dogs can hear shit fucking a mile before them big dogs do, or they seem to react a lot quicker than uh, bigger dogs do. She's cute. She looks like a puppy. Yeah, that's. This is the biggest she's ever gonna get right here. Actually, you know, hold her out. Oh. Yeah, my parents said a teacup poodle. She's teeny tiny. She's scared. All right, I'm gonna get her out of the grill room. Let's talk <laughs> chat for a second. That's funny, man. That, that sucks, guys. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I know my uh, I had one dog that was mine. And uh, so growing up, we always had dogs, but they were my parents' dogs or, you know, my brothers or whatever. And I had, uh, moved out, got married. We had a dog and that was like my first dog. Spent a ton of time with her. And then we had her for 10 years and we had to put her down one day. That, and that's, I, I bawled my eyes out for like three days straight. Man, that was the saddest time I ever was. So that sucks. Weird how that is too, you know. You can get attached to a dog like that, even though you know when you get them, they're gonna, you know, it's not gonna be forever. But what happens? Not forever, but man, they sure are around for a good long time. 
Oh yeah. Uh, I wouldn't regret it. I got another one that's eight now, so I was just thinking about that. Like you said, fucking Princess was the best snuggler. Oh my god. You know, for a l I don't like dogs in the bed, but she was a weird one, man. She would actually like she wouldn't want to lay at your feet. She would always want to lay long ways with your body. And, I mean, she'd be up super close with you. And either that or she would, like, go straight up. And sometimes she'd, like, curl up just to where you could see her face under the pillow. You know what I mean? Just kind of, like, looking at you. And a lot of times, she fucking, when she was in bed, she would, uh, like, uh, just say, wait for me to open my eyes. And as soon as I opened my eyes, she'd fucking, every time, I'd always... She was like one of them dogs that had to kiss you on the lips. You know what I mean? If you turn your head like this, she wouldn't kiss you. But if you turn your head back like that, she'd fucking nail them lips like a fucking frog. She had that long tongue that would just slap fucking. And she would do it to me like all the time we woke up. As soon as I opened my eyes up, she'd be like, hello, whap. I'd be like, God damn it, Princess. And she was just fucking, she was a super cool little dog. My brother's got a... My brother's got a male dog and it's so funny. He'll like, he won't, he won't give kisses to my brother. He'll give kisses to his girlfriend all day long. You know what I mean? But my brother will go to try to get one from him. He's like, no, no, like that. And I guess he will if nobody's around. My brother, the brother was telling me, he, he's like, yeah, he will if nobody's around. But if anybody's in the yard, he'll just be like, no, it's embarrassing. Stop. <laughs> DLP in chat says, uh, says it's love, and I always, I always think of that joke where you, uh, you yeah, you want to know who loves you more, your girl or your animal, throw them in the trunk, <laughs> drive around for a while, see which one's happy to see you, and <laughs> open it up. Damn straight, it's love. <laughs> you know, I was thinking that, just, no, not that, <laughs> but uh, when I was driving down the road the other day, uh, I passed his house and he had a uh, couple beautiful huskies out in the front yard. I mean, they were fucking huge, huge dogs. And I thought, man, they, you know, I, I th- actually thought to myself, I'm like, man, that carcass is like bigger than I am. You know what I mean? Like squatting down. If I were laying there, that dog would probably weigh just as much, if not more than I did. But close. You know what I mean? I thought, man, it takes, they have to have some kind of bond with us to, you know, just be able to walk alongside next to a dog like that and then have them fully trust you, you know what I mean? Not maul you at any time, but just count on you as the leader. It's pretty awesome, man. You can't do, you can't, you don't get that out of any other animal, I don't think. Cats are pretty loyal, but I don't know, man. Put my foot in my mouth. Cats act like they a... got them in captivity. Almost. Some of them do. Some cats are cuddly. They got all different personalities. I suppose dogs too, but I'm more of a dog person. I think for the most part, dogs are pretty friendly and definitely enjoy people. You ain't taking a fucking cat walking through the fucking jungle on a that cat's going to jump off and protect your ass <laughs> like them dogs would. <laughs> right. The cat walks up and says like, hey, how are you today? Oh, yeah, I Remembered, I don't give a fuck. That's like a cat right there. Walk away. The dog's like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? That's actually one of my pet peeves right there is uh, 
I don't know what it is about the dogs and tats, man. Dogs and tats seem to uh, fucks with their heads. That's you wouldn't think so, but yeah, man, I'm telling you, man, most because I'm like really good around dogs, okay? For the most part. Dogs, I'm good around and strange dogs. They're just good around me. But if uh, I'm in shorts and they're fucking looking at my legs, man, that fucking weirds them out, man. I've had more than one dog that I've been around pants on and have been totally cool with, but went over there fucking shorts on and the dog's just fucking skittish as fuck around me. It's fucking really weird. You got skulls looking at him, man. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? This thing's got skulls looking at me. Why is, there, why is there so many eyes on them legs, babe? Fuck are we? All right, maybe. Maybe. Oh, that was a cool interview, man. Definitely. Like, that's going to be interesting to watch him uh, tribal go, too, man. He's talking his long-term plan and shit. He's like, he's definitely got some shit planned out. Let's kick ass. And seeing what he's already done, you know, he's going to be capable of something pretty cool, you know? Yeah, that's for sure. That is what, for sure. What part of Canada do you say he was in? Uh, Ontario, wasn't it? Or Ottawa? One of the two? Is that like center of the country? Or? It, it, it started with a no. I know, right? That was like two hours ago. Oh, Canada! <laughs> No disrespect to the Canada growers. I love no. them guys. No, Just trying didn't. to make light out of bad, bad day, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we can cut short, too. I got a long day ahead tomorrow, so I was just coming on. Say, hey. Might as well finish this off. Still got 56 watching. Well, that accelerated. <laughs> Surprise the boss wasn't going to jump on and tell us all about his shit. Explain it. Seen him in chat there. Yeah. Cause I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think he's got a like, uh, like tribal too. I think they still they got the pots. They just set in that tray, right? Yeah, he said he was sitting on like a couple of inches of the rock, uh, fabric yeah. pots. Yeah, because a lot of them I've seen will have, like, uh, the, the tube down, but I don't think he needs that. He just kind of waters anywhere he can get to in that tray and just fills that tray up. Like, I'm pretty sure Boss was saying every other week he's doing it, man. Like, that's fucking kick ass. Water every other week. Oh, good. Mad Dog said he's from Ontario. I'd say that's 17 hours from Ottawa. Yeah, that's a little bit off there. Uh, a whole day of travel fucking <laughs> that's that's just a little bit off <laughs> no know, stone throw you're not even close <laughs> that's not even fucking close huge oh that's kind of embarrassing have you ever been north into Canada you ever go up in the, the wilderness no I've actually as far as, as I go you know cause you know I've always been like mid state uh so when i went to canada i've actually went down to detroit and crossed over through windsor 
and party down in fucking Windsor. As soon as I was able to drink legal over there, fucking me and my friends were done. We were like, fuck yeah, we're going to Canada. And from that point on, it was just a fucking every other weekend thing, man. We'd save up, everybody could save up some months' money and shit. We fucking Canada bound every weekend, every other weekend. That's funny. I went a couple of times and, uh, yeah, I just got totally shit faced, made a fool of myself, and, uh, didn't remember a lot of it, so I don't know. But no, we, we went. actually, uh, we, we uh, you appreciate this, because uh, I, I want to fucking tell this because it's funny. We actually got fucking hooked up with the idea of going to Canada, and she actually took us <laughs> for the fierce month or two that we started this adventure into Canada. Uh, my buddy's older sister who uh god rest her soul has passed that's why i'm telling the story uh would take us up into fucking canada and uh started this adventure of us drinking she was like you guys know you're you're able to drink in canada right they were like oh yeah cool well we can't get there well i'll take you guys cool (laughs) the funny part of the story was she was sweet on my buddy I think that's the reason why she'd offer to fuck you took us all to Canada every other weekend because she was sweet on him because she would get him tanked and she she was a uh, she was a good sized girl not just in, in weight but uh, she was tall she was like six four you know what I mean plus she was pretty well built and uh, she would get my buddy all liquored up in throw him over her sack over her shoulders like a fucking sack of potatoes and would take him off and fucking bless him every weekend i mean she would just line him up there there you go buddy all fucking weekend long and we would just sit back and let it happen we'd be <laughs> just fucking we knew it was <laughs> fucking be so pissed fucking <laughs> you guys just gonna sit back and let that shit happen? Yep, she gave us some cash and carried you off, brother. <laughs> you guys go to Canada to pip your friend out. What the hell? <laughs> oh, God. I'm fucking some good times right there, man. That's fucking excellent. That's funny. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, the furthest north I've been, we went through the Sioux Locks and went like, I don't know, it was like three and a half hours north there and out in the wilderness, man. I can't imagine being further crazy. It is a fun place, man. It's different, the, the liquor stores and where you can buy alcohol there. But it's been a minute since I've been down that way, but I'd like to get back to Canada sometimes. So. I'd like to check out the West Coast. Reverse Bill Cosby. (laughs) Better than Deliverance. (laughs) She was actually the first. It didn't quit there. I'm being kind with what happened in winter on an annual basis. It it actually escalated back here in the States. We actually got so used to being liquored up. The weekends where we couldn't go to Canada... 
we were actually still hanging out with her, but we were just <laughs> letting it go on here back at home. You would think he, we would say, we, we would, there was times where we would just be like, looking at each other and be like, he's awake. He's like, he's got to be liking this shit because he, he wouldn't be here drinking himself passed out every fucking weekend if he didn't like it. We just kind of was waiting one weekend as he was being fucking slumped over that shoulder and see like one eye open like this. Look, are they watching? Are they watching? <laughs> Not us, you are. Think if, if you were really objective to it, that uh, you'd be like, fuck you guys, man. Fuck you guys. Fuck her. I ain't hanging out with you guys no more. My asshole hurts. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> Shout out to the Canadian guys. Mad Dog and uh, 420-420. They're saying the further north you go, the crazier it gets. So you have to make a trip north you go. God, man. I, I, that's Thank God, man. I've never had a story like that. I've had some good times on cannabis, but... My good time stories like that pretty much ended fucking ended with the alcohol that ended all crazy like that. That's for sure. You don't have them fucking journeys on the fucking cameras. It just doesn't happen. I mean, I have some good times, but nothing like the trouble I got on in with alcohol. That's for sure. Oh yeah, you don't lose your inhibition like you with alcohol. Your decision making is not as effective. Oh, God. I had many a nights where my decision-making was definitely altered from alcohol. Yeah, because it makes you go more off your, like, reptile part of your brain, so you start just functioning off that. That's, like, how that blackout happens, like, where people can be blacked out from alcohol and still, like, walking around doing normal shit because they're, like, operating out of that primal part of their brain or whatever. Baca used to be that blackout for me. Probably still is if I fuck around with that shit. There was a fucking time there where uh, I would fuck around with alcohol and uh, Baca mainly. And I was just dumping. I'd buy me a fifth of fucking uh, Absolute. And I was just dumping a fucking pack of Kool-Aid in there, lemon Kool-Aid in there. And was just drinking it fucking straight out of the fucking bottle. But there's a, through the alcohol phase there, uh, I guess it's probably still buried somewhere deep in there anyway. But uh, I had this phase when I was like deep in alcohol there where if I was big enough party or whatever, man, I'd fucking get naked at that. There was a, some point where I'd just fucking get naked at that. Bit. <laughs> and that's what always happened with the fucking vodka, man. Every time I drank that shit, I'd black out and fucking end up getting fucking naked somehow. I remember the last time I did it was like fucking epic because it went on for like a long time. <laughs> fucking, I just stand there. This is the honest God truth. This again, this is why I don't fucking mess with that shit no more. I fucking, last time I did that shit, I got all, I remember getting all completely drunk at a fucking party. And fucking everybody just going, come on, man, put your fucking. Get, just get dressed, man. This ain't cool. And I'm like, fuck you all. You've all fucking seen a dick before. I was like, fucking, fucking, you got one, you got one. She's a whore. She's a whore. And fucking, I just went down around the room and shit. Just fucking 
ended up walking around talking shit, fucking drinking for like fucking, they told me like two hours like that before I ended up fucking passing out in a fucking chair and somebody ended up finally ended up covering me up. But yeah, fuck that alcohol, man. You just, again, you don't do that. I don't do that on cannabis. Alcohol, in fact, in, as far as that goes, this is how you can tell if you I've ever drank and I haven't drank in a very long time. But if you see anything other than this in my hand, you fucking happen to see a cigarette in my hand, I've been drinking. Just fucking leave me the fuck alone. Send me home. Send me home. Been fucking, God knows what's going to happen next. God only knows well, what's no going to happen next. Not too long, you're going to take your clothes off and start running around naked. So we need to get, you, get away from you quick. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Fuck that shit. Hey, alcohol has got me in so much trouble. It's got I've had a lot, a lot of good times, but that you don't, you just don't get that fuck it with fucking weed. God. I had a lot of good times smoking weed too. So. Oh yeah! Nice. Oh for sure. Yeah, I tried to include it in on all my good times, but the stupid, crazy times where they're like. The stories that you're looking back and telling and you're like shaking your head kind of like I did when I was telling the story. Then my alcohol story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, last time I got wasted like that, I got a black eye from it, so. <laughs> Didn't want to do that again and woke up with the fucking, dude, I was, the world's still spinning the next day, all that shit, like, no. Don't need a party like that. Fucking that shit happens. Yeah, it was a golf outing, so it happened at a golf outing too. Yeah, holy shit, we getting loud on the golf course. Oh, oh yeah, it was a crazy deal, man. It was they had these uh the beer cart girls they hired privately and all that, so it was, it was pretty wild. But just we were there at nine in the morning, you know, twenty seven holes of golf, and like just everybody doing shots every time this beer lady came by and all that, and it was like, yeah, before. Total Happy Gilmore and shit, fucking on 18. Uh, dude, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was laying flat in the parking lot, like right next to where I threw up, right next to the car where the, you know what I mean? Totally left my clubs, everything, like, fucking no clue, but rode with other people because I didn't have to drive, but that was the, that was the problem though. I, I didn't have that sense of responsibility. So all day, you know what I mean? It was like all morning you're in that rush of like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is fun. We're going to do this. And got staring into it, man. And about, yeah, I don't even think I finished 16 holes. I think it was before that, but, um, one of my shots was on a, on a hill and I was just walking over to get it, you know, not paying attention. And I was buzzed more than I realized. So I was leaning downhill to try to pick up my ball, basically, and just totally fell flat on my face. And it was my sunglasses that gave me the black eye. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, no no war story, no nothing. It was just my dumb ass being drunk, falling on my face. <laughs> That's not so bad. That's not so bad. We see you go a full happy Gilmore and shit. Get in the no, I'm Pull somebody's shirt up over their head and fucking hockey punch them and shit. I'm gin, maybe. I don't know. Man. Certain certain stuff. Sometimes whiskey seems to be a big one for that, too. Oh, yeah. 
Isn't that God, funny? Look. Like all those diff- all the alcohols affect you differently too. Like cannabis, you know what I mean? Like cannabis does too. It's kind of crazy. You ever fucking mess around with fucking absence? With what? Absence. 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 I've tried it. Once. It was actually. Have you? It was illegal for the longest time. And I don't believe what you can get here now is like uh, what you got back when it was created. Because back when it was created, it was a hallucinogen. You'd drink yep. it and fucking straight see shit. But I don't know if you can do that with it now. Have you had it not these days? I haven't had it. No, actually, so I went through a divorce and I had moved into a trailer park short for a short stint just to whatever, get shit figured out. But um, but I, yeah, I ended up, uh, the day I moved in, I saw a dude I graduated with and he was my next door neighbor. So it was fucking awesome time, man, living next to him, but he got a brew kit for it. And it's, uh, yeah, dude, it was, he gave me one shot. We were sitting around the campfire, hanging out, gave me one shot of it. And it tastes, it tastes like uh Jagermeister kind of on steroids, I guess it's a little nastier than Jager, but it's along that same flavor line of black licorice shit but dude i just remember i couldn't stop laughing i was laughing so loud it was like a super happy like super happy buzz and it kind of came in fast and went away fast fuck that jagermeister especially the original version that fucking had the traces of opiate in it and fucking both, I have two rests on my record. Both of them are fucking uh, Jägermeister related. <laughs> Both of them are Jägermeister related. Every time I've drank that shit, fucking ended up bad. Fuck Jägermeister. That's another blackout fucking alcohol right there. Yeah. John Boy in chat saying his uncle did something similar and fell down the steps. But he had like brain injuries and stuff. Yeah, man, I was, I definitely was lucky for sure. I'm glad you didn't get no brain injuries out of this shit. Sorry to hear that for him. Yeah. Alcohol poisoning, I don't know. Pretty sure they got a video of me somewhere out there. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> man, and that's another thing. Fucking thank God. I should think. I'm going to, I just did it. Thank God. Thank spirits. Say, source thing whatever you want to call it uh man i'm glad i don't fucking drink now that these days with the day and age of cell phone cameras and all that good shit Woo! god damn there'd be some fucked up shit out there right now i'm glad i didn't <laughs> fucking day day of fucking i'm afraid to this day i'm afraid to fucking cut loose uh around my kids you know what I mean? Because them kids are fucking quick as fuck to uh, to fucking uh, hit that camera button. I mean, they're like immediate oh, yeah. with that shit. But fucking, so I don't, you know, I'm a little leery of that shit. But back then, God damn. See, back then, you could have been like, fuck you guys. I don't remember walking around naked. And then, it, like, nowadays, they'd be like, yeah, bullshit. Here's the picture. <laughs> you know, it's a fun thing we used to like to do. We were fun drunks, and we took a lot of... uh a lot of uh, hallucinogens back in the day. A lot of acid. <clears throat> a lot of acid. But uh, it'd be times where we'd like drop and kind of go cruising and drinking and shit. She wouldn't need to be telling me stories. Don't do this. Ever. Fucking, but 
like you see them uh, displays like in front of like lumber yards and shit, like of uh, like gazebos, anything like that kind of opportunity. Like uh, we'd always fucking like run out there and fucking take pictures, like fuck, just like casual pictures, like we were on like fucking vacation and shit. And they have somebody pop a couple pictures of it, you know, pop a couple pictures with that fucking Ronald McDonald's in front of the fucking restaurant and shit, fucking arm around him. Anything, anything we could fucking, you know, have fun with, we always would fucking take pictures like that. But thank God there's no videos. Be some... <laughs> yeah. The small I... things, the small things, I guess. Right. Shout out John Boy here in chat, man. 20 years with, uh, without drinking. That's pretty awesome, man. Definitely awesome. And I, I don't know. I, the acid thing I never really, I've probably taken six times, maybe. Six, I don't know. But I had a bad hit the last time, and I just, I don't know, I prefer shrooms. They're just, those were always better. I always had more fun. Shark pulling 989, you don't have to retract your comments unless they're all re- fucking silly spelled and you're embarrassed of what you said. <laughs> we're all big people here. We can handle comments. Just saying, just saying. Got much love for everybody. Now, is that a so bot? What are you smoking on? Huh? Is that a bot that does that, or is that? Because I've seen that where it restricts it if they put up like a web page or something like if a period is wrong or something. I would see sequence no. talking about it during Michigan Bros. Show. Oh, it could be. It could be. I don't know. But, like, certain episodes, I may, like, uh, age restrict just anymore. You have to, uh, any video you publish, you have to uh, say it's yes or no for kids right off the bat before it's published. Otherwise, you can get in trouble now. And then on top of that, you can uh, age restrict it to make sure their accounts are restricted on top of it. You have to do that with every video. So some of them I may age restrict and some of them I don't. If we this little slip up here, I may go just to cover my butt, make sure it's age restricted. Should be anyway. Nobody should be here. That is 18. Oh, you'd be surprised, man. There's the next generation of kids coming up. Like you remember, like the first time you knew about weed, knew you could grow it. I remember it vividly, like. It just was like, what? This comes from a seed, like a plant. Like I can grow this. So uh, that that ever since I was fifteen, man, I was fucking always thinking that the whole time. I've been. I remember the first one I did see. It fucking was huge. I mean, I, I'm fully exaggerating, but you know, like says that first one. I swear to God, it was as big as a fucking red, redwood at the time. I'm just a fucking young kid, probably about ten looking up and this thing probably had to be realistically it had to be about 12 feet tall but to like <laughs> that 10 year old it was like oh ah, look at that thing holy shit <laughs> it was big around too it was, it was pretty impressive for an outdoor all growing in the cornfield we all fucking i lived near cornfield and we'd always you know spend the day in the cornfield doing whatever fucking kids do and we just happened to come across this fucking patch of fucking one type one year fucking these canvas plants. They got some got taken, some got taken. 
That's a big deal, man. That was the that was the way, dude, back in the day, because it's got a similar growth rate to the corn. So you can plant it right in field corn and keep it keep it a similar height. Wasn't uh fuck. Let's see here. Seven years ago now. Because I was uh in a Wasso area growing back then. <laughs> no longer now. So uh there was a big bus then in one of the cornfields there. I mean, I was driving home and there's fucking copters flying over this field. And uh, I looked down this one dirt road and there was fucking cop cars as far as the eye could see. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I fucking go home and check out the news. And there's fucking about an acre full in the center of the, seemed like that's ballsy. One or two. I mean, I get, I get it. You're in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? But fucking really? Drones and shit in this day and age? Drones are just planes flying over you? A plane ain't gonna notice a full fucking acre of cannabis in the middle of a fucking cornfield. You were asking to get busted, but it was fucking a pretty good grow operation there. You would think, like I said, it was like right next to 69 too. Like the highway ran and then it was like fucking fields off the highway and uh you know uh, it's just super ballsy I, I couldn't believe somebody would even fucking try i guess they're still doing it yeah that's crazy though get carried away with that shit it would be fun I'm to sure, do an outdoor. I'm, I'm actually surprised that in these days the gorilla grows aren't uh worse to be honest with you as as more people in Michigan step outdoors, you would think more and more people would be like, shit, it's already in the air. <laughs> Might as well fucking throw a couple over here or somewhere there. I remember when I was young, when I even when I was fucking young, and we'd buy all the fucking commercial weed and shit that was all seeded and shit, I'd save all them fucking seeds and then take a ride down the dirt road and then fucking chuck them bitches in fucking ditches and shit. Old Johnny Appleseed, that shit. And a lot of times I would never go back, but that's what I, a lot of times I'd just do it just for the fuck of it. Hope, just hope that, you know, it fucking all come up and make somebody's fucking life a little bit easier. I always, always had the fight in me. Yeah, we'd go frisbee golfing a lot in high school and that's, yeah, along the way, you'd be pitching your seeds out through there. We were always hoping to come back and find them, but never did. The only time I really had a, a successful harvest from outdoor was uh, I'd own my own house and kids were little and it was behind the shed. And my, my ex didn't know about it. She wouldn't have been happy with it. So I had this like cool little corner where it was like she was never going to go behind the shed. You know, what I mean? like it was just not a spot she went ever. And, and it was perfect. The sun went directly over it. So it got like a mostly sunny day or whatever and uh yeah they i had to tie them down so they'd grow laterally along the ground and i had them all tied up they were like you know probably four foot off the ground but six foot fence it was good and came home from work one day and they were sprung up they like came loose from the tie downs i had so i came home there's like it was only two plants but there was two of them like just christmas tree up above two foot up above the fence line like totally out in the open i'm like holy shit but luckily I got the harvest. So. 
I've never even, I'm very honest, I've never even, well, that's a lie. That's a fucking lie. I brought one crazy train outdoors one time, and I grew that bitch right outside the door, and I was nervous the whole time. Because of the same reason I'm nervous on doing it now, is that uh, I'll invite some intruder by to get my outdoor and risk some kind of security leak like that when I might as well just keep my ass indoors and stay secure. But the, the whole time, because that fucking crazy train stank like a bitch come harvest time. She was pretty, though. She wasn't that pretty indoors, but outside, man, she turned purple. She was beautiful. How far, uh, how far, or how close are your closest neighbors? Like, can you see them, or are they? Not really. I mean, you could if there wasn't trees all around us. Like, we're each. Each house is like carved into the woods, I guess, if you would. You know what I'm saying? So there's probably, the next house is probably 30 acres, probably, <laughs> each way. So, you know, if there wasn't trees, I'd be able to see them. But, who's uh, going to come up there, some, even? Like, or who's going to Weekenders. You get a lot of fucking weekenders blowing yeah. through here and shit. On the four-wheelers and shit. But other than that, it's quiet. But you definitely get fucking people... That's what we call them. You get two names up here. You're either a weekender or you're a flatlander. You've probably heard both terms. <laughs> if you hear those mumbled behind you, the locals are talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> what flatlander? I haven't heard that one. Uh, it's just like flatland. You know, as you go down further downstate, you go. You get up by Midland and all that good shit, y'all. It's flat fields. You get up here, man. It's fucking hills, man. Hills. <laughs> so <laughs> there's hills up here, man. You fucking. You don't know if you're making it up during the winter. First, no. You're at the bottom of that fucking hill. You're like, man, this could be rough. Or even worse, man. There's been times where I've been going down some of these big old fucking hills, and you know, momentum just starts picking you up, and you're already riding the brake down this icy fucking hill. You're going, man. If this this could go worse really bad because you're already breaking it. You know your next move is just a... <laughs> so, yeah, there's driving around here in the wintertime ain't no fucking... But they're usually pretty good. It's just during... If you've got to go somewhere during, you know, fresh snows or while it's snowing, that it can get hairy. But uh, it's definitely hilly. <laughs> It's def. I almost. I in fact moving here from like I say downstate flatland. I guess I thought I about fucking burned up my fucking Dodge. I got a big old Dodge Ram, and dragging that fucking loaded truck and a fucking sixteen foot trailer full of fucking equipment and shit, tools, all my shit. Almost burned. I almost took a tranny out fucking through them big old fucking hills and shit, pulling them heavy loads and shit. I actually went, I went different routes every time, trying to find a better, flatter route. But there's a couple like serious fucking highway hills on the way to my house, man. That fucking test. In fact, it, all summer long, you fucking see people at the bottom of like because they're consecutive. You know what I mean? You see about three in, you see people sitting over to the side with their boats and fucking campers and shit. You go, that sucks, man. I know what you're going through, and. I feel bad for him, too, because at night through them sections, woo, biggest fucking pitch bark through there. I wouldn't want to be down through there at night. 
That was no fucking trailer. That sucks. When I say pitch black, that means like no light. No light. You ain't seeing shit. But fucking hearing fucking wood noises and shit. <laughs> you don't have to play those noises from your phone. Just open a window and you got it. What's even funnier is I'm pretty sure I'm not 100% weaner for life on that shit. 100% sure it's a, I'm pretty sure they're whippoorwills is what they are. So when you get into certain zones where it flattens out swampy and shit, you get these fucking it's the weirdest noise and it is so loud. There's actually been times where in the summer when it's good and warm, you got the windows down. That fucking sound from the whippoorwills in the fucking swamp areas is so loud, it can actually fucking drown out the radio in your vehicle. I mean, you got to fucking really crank that shit up. It sounds like a horror movie. It sounds like like sometimes when you hear that in fucking horror movies, that's what it kind of sounds like. It gets very surreal. And like I tell you, on these super dark nights, man, fucking travel in these woods can be a little freaky. In fact, there's a lot of times when I'm like smoke. I'm not smoking and driving. <laughs> when I'm not smoking and driving through these woods late at night, fucking uh, uh, that fucking that shit gets freaky, man. Pitch dark, fucking you hearing all these fucking noises and shit. You thinking, man, there ain't nothing for miles. In fact, that's another thing. You got to gas up because there's a good chance if you ain't gassed up before you left town. And you fucking run out of gas between A and B. There's good like 15 miles you could be without fucking the before the next thing is. And, and again, pitch dark at night with all that fucking shit. Fuck yeah, you better hope you got brought something to walk them roads with. <laughs> I'm just I'm just laughing because earlier uh, you were telling that story about your mom when tr- uh, Tribal Gardens was on. And I think it was Trey and Trey Valone in the chat was saying, "Oh, Eagle's doing impersonations tonight." <laughs> Can you are out here doing impersonations of the woods? Uh, that's fucking funny. That's, that's fun. That's the marijuana side to there. You gotta have some fun with some good cameras. It's the power of the planet. I'm gonna light one of these, uh, light one up with this rascal berry, man. I'm super addicted to this stuff. It's definitely addicting. Do you notice that, like, the uh, the citrusy kind of terps get kind of addicting at all? I do. For me, this the I'm I'm digging, like, the grapefruity strains right now. I find them to be, like, super clarifying for me, the grapefruit. A close second to the pine, man. That fucking dominatrix has been fucking good to me lately. God damn, this shit is fucking. Like I said, the the pining in it is definitely there. It's not like a pine pine, like a true pine, like a forest, you know, pine. Like I would hope I want, but it definitely has like a a lemony pine, or I want to say it's more the opposite way. It's piney lemon. You know what I'm saying? It's not lemony pine. It's piney lemon. And uh, boy, but that shit's been fucking. Good, good. Very clear-headed for me, you know, when I get a little bit worked up or stressed or whatever. 
today it's been fucking pretty pretty grounding for me. The dominatrix in it. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. Uh, I just got that Cindy 99 cut from a friend, and they had the seeds from Doc, um, Mr. Soul or Brothers Grimm. But um, yeah, man, that thing's got a definite unique flavor. And the best way, not that it's like GG4 at all, but it's like that uniqueness, in my opinion. Like it's like you smell GG4, and there's nothing really that smells like it. And then like this is kind of in that same line, and it's. It reminds me of like uh, like a grandpa's cologne or something almost. It's hard to describe, but it's a it's like a musty kind of cologne smell, maybe. I say sand saddlewood, but I don't know if that's right or not. But a lot of cannabis gets compared to sandalwood. Yeah. I've heard you know it referenced like that. And I can't wait till these fucking this shit gets lifted and we fucking meet up, fucking possibly again at fucking. Uh, Vehicle city or something and smoke down. I'd like to try that rascal berry. Yeah, it's a good one for sure. Hey, she's coming this dominatrix. Let me know how, what you think of it. Yeah, it's kind of funny, man. Like, uh, I know Spartan Grown uh, talks about that where, uh, like, he'll get a little bit different flavors depending on the time of the year from his, like, Gorilla Blue or Spartan Blue. I forget which one he was talking about, but. The different times of the year, you notice a little spicier note from it, and the, the sprasco berry's been kind of bouncing around like that between like a, a real heavy citrus or like a real heavy berry, but it's like kind of always bouncing between them, it seems weird. For uh, 2020, uh, the, the, the lineage in the dominatrix, they're both uh, tight crosses. That sex tapes times the duct tape is what's in the dominatrix. But uh, as far as the, the phenotypes, they've all been pretty similar. As far as uh, taste in uh, Terps go, all of them been that uh, pine lemon. And uh, all similar in structure. All been, uh, it, they, they definitely have that uh, Gorilla Glue in them still to where the, the support there needs to be. You, you definitely want to support her later in flower. She will collapse on herself. The uh, stems are a little uh, little weak, but it's definitely worth growing. It's so fucking tasty, and it is a good yielder, but I just I would definitely suggest uh, supporting her a little bit. And that's that pine one that you're talking about, this dominatrix? You're in that. Uh, see, see that. the his lemon lava drops now is just the other way around. That's why I corrected myself because the lemon lava drops is a uh, straight up lemon pine saw, and it's all lemon on the draw in with on the exhale. You get that little bit of uh, pine to it. A little bit of it, it gets it from the rug burn OG is where the pine comes from. <laughs> but. Uh, it's the other way around in the lemon lava drops, where where the uh, dominatrix, the pine side, uh, more pronounced. Hmm. That's cool because you're. I was gonna say you get, you're in that uh, uh, IG chat where they're trying to find the pine. Isn't that Jack Greenstock sequence and them in that? I know, and I've heard of some really good ones lately. I've written down 
and I'm fucking getting ready to do some bean chopping. <clears throat> I want to get that Screaming Eagle or the Imperial Eagle. I'm going to actually do a little hunt and see if I can't find the Screaming Eagle first. But if not, I'm going to, I think I'm going to grab that uh, Imperial Eagle. Just because it's an eagle. How can I not have some kind of eagle strain in my fucking garden, right? Yeah, it's a killer too, man. I've heard a lot of good stuff about well, that. Uh, well, Screaming Eagle anyway. But seen a few pictures of that too. I've heard a couple people, I've seen it go by in chat a couple of times when I've asked it what they're smoking on. Yeah, I, I definitely interested. Sorry, yeah, smile. No, no, I was going to say Cindy 99, though. That really kind of, man, that piqued my interest on uh, more of that Mr. Soul's work. So I actually did I grab that grim, that grim blue that night. He was talking about it. So it sounded Yeah, bad. I was actually surprised to hear he was working with the Gorilla Glue. The legend, though, man, it's sorry. It's definitely one of my favorite flavors. Like it's, it's one of those you can always open up, and roll a joint of, and you're happy about it. You know what I mean? I don't ever disappoint. And you can be already stoned, and you can still feel that one. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. It should be a good week for me. I'm actually letting a lot of stuff fall beside. <clears throat> and because I got a bunch of new testers coming. So some shit's getting cut out of the garden. This next run won't be from clone. Well, actually, the next few runs, because it's perpetual, will be set up for clones. But uh, what will be behind that will be uh, all from seed. I got uh, the Godiva coming, and then I got uh, Primal Punch. Our... Uh, Med, med grower one sending me test gear and then uh evolve 420 sending me some stuff and a couple other people are sending me some stuff so i've got some new stuff to wade through i'm very interested in uh seeing what's going on in the future how do you decide what you're gonna pop just what they send you or you uh what protocol you go through on that <laughs> it depends on what if they send me uh multiples you know what I mean? Multiple strains. I kind of go through. Uh, as far as who gets popped, uh, that's definitely, uh, you know, who I'm closer to. Definitely. Med gear, med shit's definitely hitting the dirt right off the bat. The other stuff, uh, <clears throat> the American ones, shit's already in the dirt. And whoever comes after that. But it, like, say if Med Crower one sends multiple stuff, which I believe he is, uh, I'll probably just wade through and see what picks out the best. Unless he he sends me a little note with, you know, please go, please do this one first, and then uh, I'll pop that one first. Yeah, I'm on this, uh, I've been kind of digging um, sunken treasure seeds, so I got a few of his going right now. Just I don't know, I, I came across this stuff, and uh, it was looking frosty, all his pictures look great on it, which I know they're pictures, but so I got Grape Stomper OG was one I was hunting for, and I got that one crossed with per the Perp, Mendo Perp, excuse me, so it's called Stomp Perp, and that one... Uh, and then I got his Mimosa by Max Stomper. And then I have 
Max Stomper, and I just got High Mac, which is High School Sweetheart by Max. So I'll be doing a little Mac Max Stomper kind of hunt. Be fun. What's up, cannabis badass Jack Springstock? How you doing tonight? Always honored when uh, you pop in. Much love, Jack. He went back through. Jack went back through. He fucking went back through. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna ask you if you got a bunch of bunch of love on your pictures. <laughs> nah, not as bad. Way as more as than forty five minutes, ego. Took way more than forty five minutes. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time, brother. Yeah, I, the the four that said you, Canna, and uh, Sergeant Pepper, I definitely went through and uh, looked down at, and Jack Greenstock did too. He fucking he went way down. He went way down the rabbit hole. Appreciate that. It goes deep, man. There's a lot of pictures. That's, that'd be uh, I don't know. It'd be crazy if they just like. You know, like how they do that on YouTube too. I know people lost their channels there, and like, you know, oh, that's what I'm complaining about, Smiley. And like, boom, it's gone. That's, you don't know how many fucking. Let's see here, Mass Roots went back another fucking five years before I fucking uh, ever played on Instagram. A lot, in fact, people that still watch the shows and followed me up from Insta to Instagram are from Mass Roots. And before that, I was hanging out with Tight and Medgrower One and them guys in the dank den and met a lot of people and hung out in there for fucking many, many years. And then Res One fucking passed on and that fucking shit folded right up. And so there's been many fucking data banks, you know, fucking when uh, Overgrow went down. I lost my account there. It's back up and running now, but... I'm not no fucking sub cool. They didn't archive all my shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I lost a lot of shit there. You know, I've been I've been at this a lot longer than fucking, you know, like I said, I've been at this a while. And I think out a lot of it, I still have pictures. So a lot of it I do have pictures of, but there's a lot of shit I have lost that I just, I don't have the patience to go back through and fucking repost. When I picked back up on Instagram, it was just what I was doing then. I wasn't worried about reposting. And shit, even back then, it was, you didn't want, I was still leery about putting my face in front of that camera. In fact, if you look, I think some of them, I'm still wearing the mask. Even back then, back in the other chat rooms, we were all still masking it and fucking bandanning that shit. Fucking when we were standing in front of our plants and shit. Nobody was really fucking straight out. Nobody did that shit. No, and I'm still kind of like, I don't post a lot of stuff on Instagram. But, like, not to my, like, where it'll stay on my on my page or whatever. I do on my stories because I'll disappear after 24 hours. But I don't, I don't, for the same reason, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have somebody, like, being able to look back and have some kind of, like, information of, you know, for whatever reason. You know what I mean? It's a, no need for it. Jack said he wore a mask in his early IGs. Okay. Good old days. It was funny because, you know, I probably shouldn't talk like this on here, but it's fucking true. You know, I'm, I've, I've played the game for a very, very, very long time. 
And when uh, this shit was legal and fucking, I'd be riding around with, you know, I'm still fully licensed and should be able to carry my 15. You know, people fucking know when I've got my 15 at me, I'm like, you know, aren't you nervous? I'm like, no, I did this for a long, long time with a lot more shit before this was ever legal. Now I'm fucking legal. I don't sweat the shit. Even back then, it was the guy that fucking looked all nervous and shit that got fucking pulled over. It wasn't the guy that fucking acted like it was an everyday thing. That will get you fucking pulled over. <laughs> Still. Or oh, they just uh, changed that here in Michigan. Supreme Court ruled, I mean, I should say, that uh, so they gave the municipalities, individual municipalities, zoning rights or rights to enforce zoning over... Uh, the caregiver law so in a basic my basic understanding i am obviously no legal professional but was that uh there was a lady that was basically set up in a in a fact like a industrial complex like a warehouse or whatever was my take on it and the uh the township told her to stop told them to stop and they didn't they kind of claimed their you know caregiver law and then it went all the way to the Supreme Court now this ruling came out so they can so individual municipalities can actually change zoning or do I don't know if they can change it within reasonable within zone. reasonable yeah what the fuck is that that's gonna go on for a long time but I'll what tell if, you the other thing about the, this should only the, yeah the, that's when it should apply if I want to take my caregiver uh, licensing outside of my home and take it to you know a garage or something yeah, I think that at that point, maybe zoning should apply to me, but as long as I'm keeping it here on my property or whatever, you know, fucking, they shouldn't be able to zone me out. I don't feel that's fair at all. I don't like how they refer to it either. Like, even the newscast lady was like, you know, all these, suppo- uh, how does she say it? All these so-called caregivers that are growing weed for other people or whatever. It was just so snooty the way she said it. I was like, what the fuck, lady? Like, fuck you. You know? And then the judge was saying, too, the reason they ruled was... uh, Sounds like, to me, her best friend's a fucking licensed rec grower or fucking licensed fucking cannabis grower and is bummed out about all these caregivers stomping on his feet. That's That's what that sounds like to me. I don't know. Sometimes they just spin shit the way they want it to be perceived too. That's what bugs me about the news. Any and any one of them do it. You know what I mean? It's not like I don't even know which ones to say or opposite, but I know that it's like they all do it. They just spin shit the way that they want it perceived to their audience, and it's I don't know. It's funny. So you can find news on whatever the fuck you're interested in or whatever side you agree with. You can find all the shit you want about that. You know. Just checking out a little bit of the chat here. They're all in a different place there in chat. <laughs> they talk about legal rights and weapons. I guess that's kind of on subject because we're talking about security and all. Well, that could be a big deal. I mean, in some cases, like uh, like I know my county is not a real big fan of having anybody around. You know what I mean? Like they've shut down any... Like, it's been notorious to shut down dispensaries or any kind of facility ain't happening in this county. And the caregiver one is the one that they've 
always kind of never been able to really touch, you know what I mean? Now they have some capability there, and that could be real shitty. Uh, this joint's making me feel pretty good. At this point, I'm almost glad I didn't put hash in this bad boy. Although I think it would probably be a little bit more weight. Do you get a, like a, is that how hash hits you? I guess it all depends. But for the most part, I find uh, a good ha- hash to be like a speedy, racy buzz for me. Is that how it's hitting you? Hash? Um, yeah, it hits me really fast and then goes away really fast, typically. So, like an old school black hash. Kind of like that for me. It's almost like a res hit. It's almost like coffee for me, I guess, is what I'm getting at. It's I can like very rarely will it like does it want to put me out, but I can fucking it's like coffee. I get up, want to do shit, where the same strain may put me down, you know. But I've only so, had the shit I've made, and that was like the old school. Like uh, I had bubble bags, and then I would uh, take two cent two of the poles. And then I would press them together in a little hand press. And then I had the little black pucks or whatever that came out. There was nothing really clean. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I don't know. That's more cool. They burn forever, that's for sure. Oh, I love hash. I fucking, that's my downfall right there is uh, <clears throat> I got nothing but love for fucking people like Red, uh, Tanazi had a fucking nice case. Skillbo won. His is more extracts, though, than hash. And a few... Oh, fucking how can I forget Boom Farms, man? He's got a nice little collection there. I can't do that shit. I am not fucking... I cannot find me enough willpower. Right here, like this jar, this is... I got three of these jars I I had since I made my hash, Okay. This is number two. I've already killed number one. So fucking, I will keep smoking at this shit until it is gone. At no point will I be like, oh man, I'm going to have to put this up for some (laughs) some time. No, I'm going to smoke this until it is gone and then it is time to make more hash. (laughs) I have nothing but respect for them guys that can just put up a little bit here and fucking... I'm going to put that up for a special occasion later on. I can't do it. I smoke that shit. You don't do that with your weed, though? Like, where you're, like, I don't know, like, one of these that you're flowering and you're not going to, you don't have a clone of it. It's the last run. You don't ever just be like, oh, this half ounce is going to stay in this jar and I'm going to smoke it slowly and occasionally. And I do that with, uh, like, first rounders, uh, usually. Especially if it's really good, I'll fucking hoard that shit for just piece it out, just make people want it. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit, stop by and smoke and be like, yeah, I'm testing this shit out a little bit. But yeah, that'd be my like jar. I'll hide and shit. Be like, yeah, I'm just smoking. When I smoke, I'll fucking, this is the one coming out right here. I do that with a lot of testers, but no, I don't uh, usually put one back for any good reason. See, when I'm smoking testers, I like to smoke that all all day. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, from the time I get up to the time I go to bed, I want to smoke that one. Oh, I'm changing all day long. All day long. Smoking this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, back and forth all day long. Uh, 
Yeah, that's just I'm, that's I'm right there with tribal gardens. I gotta have that mix, I guess. Well, I, I do too normally, but I'm just saying like for uh, checking one out that's gonna be in the run. I want to know if it's one that I'm gonna get sick of smoking. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't wanna like I don't know. I guess the closest yeah. thing I've ever gotten to that was when I moved up here. Uh because I've moved up my whole entire grow up here, fucking 72 plants up the highway, a couple hundred miles. And there was that, of course, like that two months, because they were all in bed at that point, because I knew I was moving. But I wasn't giving anything up. I wasn't, didn't want to risk my perpetual. It did fuck me up for a minute, but I came up here ready to, like, veg for a few days and get a flower tank going like that. <laughs> and... uh so I was down, I had to smoke on my stash for two months while I was up here. And it got to where I was uh, fucking down to my roaches and shit. I actually was smoking on them. <laughs> and I was like unpacking some shit. And I come across a fucking uh, mason jar of some sweet kush, which I didn't care for. You know, it, it purposely got axed out because I didn't like it. Uh at harvest, you know, for a few weeks after cured, smoking it and all that, it was good. It had a nice sweet taste to it, but didn't really pack, you know, the punch that I would normally like. Again, and it might be because I had such a long time of, you know, stretching shit out and smoking roaches, but I found that jar, that sweet fucking kush, and it had probably been in there like fucking six, seven months packed up in a cool spot man i opened that shit up and that turt profile and the flavor of that shit was so good and it was nothing like when i had jarred it it was fucking night and day from the time it had been sealed up to that time i mean the flavor profile was so more rich but yeah other than that that's the closest thing and if it would have been buried in a box fucking didn't get impacted for that fucking long of a time. I probably would have never even experienced it. In fact, it was so good. I was like, man, I wish I would have, if I would have known how good it would have cured up, I, or, you know, what I was missing in the cure, I probably would have kept it and just fucking did just like that. I would have, you know, just cured it for a longer period of time. That's kind of why I do that. I want to see what happens to, you know, I mean, you throw like an ounce aside or whatever and, just, you know, like you see what it does over a few months, and like I've had some of them really change flavor profile. It's crazy how they'll change. Some of them really come alive. I've had a few of them that were like the non keepers, you know, and like fuck, man, a few months after they've been in the jar, and all of a sudden you pop it open, roll one up, and you're like, holy shit, and I didn't keep this. Like, oh, it definitely can uh, enrich as as time goes on. But you got to be on your point. You're on point with your curing game at that. You know, you just, you have to be 100% dry and, you know, you, or firm in you, when you seal that up, that you're confident and it's at a good dry 10% or less before you cap that jar off real good and tight and put it away. Otherwise, you could uh, come back to it and she may be fucked. Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? So unless you're fucking down your, you know, Good on your curing game. Don't don't just tuck a jar away. <laughs> what know, do you think sure happens in the cure, Ego? What's your what's your hypothesis say on what what is gonna take place in that jar over 
a month, you know? I know nobody knows, so it's a guess either way. I'm just saying. I'm thinking that A, uh, the trichomes are traveling a little bit further down. The THC is breaking down and going further down the chain, which ultimately changes the buzz. But as far as tastes and shit go, I think uh, because there's so, in, so many individual terps in a flower that stand out, I believe in the jar in a longer period of time, instead of uh, like like I was talking about uh, dominatrix for instance, how the lemon pine is uh, noticeable, you know, in that first first stage of cure or dry there, to where I think if you let it go, that that the lemon terpenes and the alpha pinene, so the the lemonine and the alpha pinene later in time will fucking you know vapor together and maybe sealed together and that in turn that new smell of terps and combination of terps that have become one actually kind of sink back into the flower and uh, kind of make a new flavor profile is what I think is going on there. I can dig it man I was kind of thinking something similar and uh, what gave me the thought is uh, decarbon like say a, a dry sift or like a, a, a dry ice hash kind of I don't know if you've done that with a dry ice and you get it almost like a dry sift through a, a bubble bag, but um, you decarb that. We were decarbing that before we made butter or cookies with it. It was just the early process that we knew of, but part of it was putting a tin foil over the top of the pan. And like, it, I don't know, <laughs> it kept, it kind of formed a water on the top, but it like somehow keeps it all together. Like whatever was going to vape off would be still in there and condense back down is the idea but yeah i don't know if the turps morph together or not or uh or if it's just a matter of some of the the lighter ones burn off and now you're you're left with just the heavier ones and that's why that's the heavier flavor i don't know man or i hate that question it's uh that you're on a desert island one stream that's hard you know what I mean? I'm on fucking <laughs> American soil surrounded by fucking all the dirt I fucking need and access to seeds and I can't nail it down. I'm not happy with, you know, I've come across some good ass weed, but I don't think it's, I've come across any one yet. Otherwise, I'd still be growing it for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? I've had some good ones. It just because I like different, uh, Different strains, different turpoid profiles for different parts of the day or different moods, man. One of my favorite, all-time favorites is was my first one I grew out was the, the original OG Kush, which was the best OG Kush I ever had in my fucking life. It was a straight fuel fucking, I had to quit growing it because I got nothing done. After harvest, man, I was couch locked for fucking months on end, just going, God damn, man, I wish these jars would run out, man. I got to grow some sativas. And he, as I fucking have went on, that has gotten worse and worse and worse. I, that's why I grow so many strains so I can mix it up and uh, try to keep a buzz. And that's nothing short of doing a whole tolerance break. How I can keep buzz through the days, different angles at it all day long. I don't think if I were just stuck one, your tolerance would build up. But I preferred like a good fucking knock you down OG later in the night so I can sleep and a nice, you know, 
hybrids, diva dom during the day that clears my head and fucking keeps me going. So to nail it down, I don't, I don't think I'd want to be on a fucking desert island and just leaned up against a tree fucking becoming lion food. <laughs> and again, I don't want to, th- I don't think I would want to be stuck with a sativa just sitting there making me all fucking freak out going, where's that lion? It's got to be around here somewhere fucking for the rest of the fucking day either. So I, I don't know. I can't, I can't honestly answer that. Uh, I wish I could for 2420. Well, a four twenty. My my island doesn't have lions, so I, and I don't think it's fair to be down to one either. I would I would agree with that. You gotta have at least three, maybe would be like your bare minimum. I don't know. You gotta have some mix, I think. But if I had to pick right now, I think my that raspberry is probably it's so delicious, man. It's just it's such a delicious flavor, and it's really damn. Cool. Fucking smiley, if I'm stuck on a fucking island, why can't I be like the fucking Lion King if just staying on the fucking beach of the island with fucking Simba and shit? Just fucking. It's my, it's, it's my dream. It's my dream. There's fucking You're afraid he's going to eat you. I was just saying. I'm not getting eaten. But we made tree. friends after we discovered cannabis. I smoked it, blew it in his face a little bit. He ate some of the plant. We're cool now. Yeah, cannabis does chill people out. That's good. That's funny. I just blew it in his face. He was like, hey. He had me treat. It was the only way out. Fucking. For long, you have dreadlocks. (laughs) What was the fucking. What was, uh. What was the fucking. What was, uh. That movie with Tom Hanks, what was the fucking, uh, the thing, the ball's name? Wilson. Wilson. Me, Wilson, and Simba are all on the fucking line on the fucking island. And I've turned fucking Wilson into a bong because <laughs> it's my fucking fantasy island. You remember that movie fucking uh, with Tom Hanks? I can't remember the fucking name of it anymore. It's the one where he gets trapped on the fucking island. I'm just trying to run a blank. Yeah, the ball is Wilson. I know what you're talking about. Out, yeah. uh, Castaway. There you go. There you go. I'm pissing my phone. <laughs> Jack Greenstock saying two strains. Don't get greedy. You got to have an audible, though. You got to have one to be like an audible. So you can get, you got to have two in one day, and then like you can switch like another one to rotate the next day. I don't know. It's an island. Bulls still alive. It's a good thing. Yeah, at least give me two, then I can make three. (laughs) Give me one of each, and then I can hybrid them bitches and have my daytime smoke. One breakfast, one hybrid, one indica. Yeah, that's true. You need a male and a female. That's all you need. Make all the weed you want, bro. Suppose though, man, if I if I was stuck on an island and the weed was there, that would probably be my favorite weed at that time, I guess. Mr. Greenpot said that'd be a good movie. 
That would have been funny on one of them survivor shows or whatever. They drop people off in the middle of nowhere and they fucking come across a weed patch and shit. They start start harvesting cannabis while they're camped out in the woods, surviving. Come on now. That'd be a fucking funny movie. Cut to me fucking spring. Simba's fucking digging me some holes to plant seeds and shit. Come on. <laughs> Holy fuck, I'm down the rabbit hole tonight. Oh, fuck. Yeah, my doobie's gone. I think it's a good time to uh, probably pull. Yeah, sounds good. So I get to work. I'm looking at two plants right there that are calling my attention right now. And I've got some over here that I hung the other day that's ready to be bought. And I got a tent right here that needs to be cleaned. Them pots need to be washed. Those girls need to go there. <laughs> Jack saying cherry pie. I just posted a picture today on the on my story of uh, sweet thing from archive, which is cherry pie with dosy dose. So I had a buddy tell me it's a cherry pie leaner. I, don't know. I like the cherry pie. It's good. It's kind of gassy cherries, like you say in there. I had a uh, well. Mo Wallace has got it, the Cherry AK-47. He sent me some crosses with the AK, that Cherry AK in it. It was fucking uh, really good. It was very pronounced. You could definitely, the the AK, the Cherry AK-398 was very pungent in all the crosses that he sent. And were the the fucking testers, the crazy tester phase there between the two. Yeah, you're always going to be having <clears throat> pop seeds from that addiction. It is, oh, man. Yeah. It's an addiction. I, 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 I'm to blame, too. I just can't stop ordering them, even though I got enough seeds lined up to pop for the next two years. So. I'm definitely guilty, like I've said, too, of not respecting other cuts. You know, like we were talking kind of the other night, you can buy clones and you can pay a couple thousand for them or whatever, yeah. You might grow to love that cut, but you won't love that cut as much as one you brought from seed and fucking Pino hunted it. That one you hunted, man, always. You'll be able to walk through at any time in your fucking grow career. As long as you have that cut or that strain, you should be able to pick that fucker out. All the Everything that's flowering, you should be able to go, that's her, that's her, that's her, that's her. So if you've hunted them. Uh, fucking clones the other way around. You'll get to know it, but you won't have that love for the clone. In my opinion. Just again, in my opinion. And most people I've talked to that pop beans seem to, to feel the same way. Yeah, I got a couple of clones from uh, in right now that are, like every round I want to cut them, is like they didn't perform, and then the next round they do a little better and a little better, and it's just kind of like, I don't know. This, uh, there's two of them that I actually did not clone, and now, like, it happens every time, I know this, but they're, like, shining their brightest and looking gorgeous, and I'm just, like, kick kind of like, ah, oh. but I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm over it, they're done. Yeah, I'm looking forward to these next girls I get to fall in love with temporarily. And you know, that's the good thing about it, too, because I used to hoard cuts, and I still do. Don't get me wrong. If I find that one 
like beautiful loser okay i'm i'm pretty happy with beautiful loser i'm really uh you know uh proud of it really so i'll keep that and i'll smoke it and i'll pass it out for i'll probably keep it for like a year before i let her trickle out you know what i mean just give me that time to keep it exclusive a little bit but they like my nine pound hammer cut there i didn't release that for long this last year i ran that thing since uh 13 and I didn't even pass it out until uh, this last year. I gave a couple cuts out to SoCal in California. Sequence has got a cut of it. But until then, uh, one other time, this was the lesson that I learned. I, I dealt out the nine. And the next thing I know, I gave it to a, a provisioning center, back, back then a dispensary, friend of mine. And then when it came time to get rid of overages, he was like, yeah. Sorry, dude. Whole shelf full of nine pounds. I was like, last time this shit's happening to me, brother. Last time. But now that I've grown up, grown up and grown out, um, I try to pass them out. And but the thing I like to do now is uh, I try to find all the people that I've smoked with all the years and find the ones that were really impressed with it. You know what I mean? And really enjoyed it. And that's the person that I tried to slide that cologne to. Because I know they're going to enjoy it, like you said, and keep it around for a while. Then if I ever want to try to get it back, I know there's a good chance that they're going to still have it and keep it for me because they've got attachment to it and they enjoy the smoke. But, man, I don't know how many times I've tried that process. Done some. Well, actually, I call it, there's one friend of mine I call the library, and he kind of burnt the fucking library down. I'd pass some cuts to him and fucking, oh, yeah, I'll keep this shit. And then the next thing you know, he'd be like, oh, man, this happened. And I had to fucking, I knew he had it. So I just fucking, I'm like, dude, the point of giving it to you is so I can fucking keep it somewhere where I know it's safe so I can move on. I mean, I lost Pineapple Express that way, Granny Panties, a fucking bunch of good shit. Just here, hold these for me for a minute, Woody. Can you do this shit? Fucking. Yeah, he'd run them for a while, run them for a while, and then you'd see the next time you see him, oh, man, this happened. I couldn't fucking, my garden fucked up, lost everything. I'm like, dude, you had specific instructions. Things getting off course. You call me, ask me if I want a cut of it back before you fucking do anything. That's how that works. Three times I went through that. I'm actually... I just today took them out of the dome and put them in little solo cups, but they're uh, phones that I'm returning to a friend after two years. So he had to shut down his room. He gave me his absolute favorite one. So this has to try to stay around. So I kept it around it and it really never, it never clicked with where I had it originally. And I'm, I'm happy I got a really healthy phone, a couple of different phones to hand back to him of it, but it was a Skywalker OG, and uh, it was probably the nicest harvest I'd had this recent round, and it was I walked away from a great cut the other day that I've been wanting for for a long time, and I know the guy that fucking Fino hunted it, and I could probably reach it, you know, if I were willing to to hunt i could probably get it but this one was right in my face and i was like i even looked at the guy i'm like how'd you get it because he's like a newer grower and shit and uh it's the thin mint cookies uh 
and it was uh it was hunted by rabbit hippie up here in michigan through uh motor rebel there and uh so he showed me in his room and because uh, i happened to be there and he's like can you tell me what i'm doing with my clones there what i'm doing wrong and they were like they look bad he's like again it's it's so hard to give people advice when they don't want to listen or whatever you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm sitting there competing with fucking google basically he's like no i i I googled it right here and it says (laughs) my picture looks like this picture and this picture says too much light he's using two fives and they weren't that close and what i that wasn't light burn i looked at him i said brother you got bugs, man. I'd be like fucking spraying that shit. But and it just started happening, and it started on the lowers, and it wasn't on just this plant. It started on that plant, and you know, it was just after I took. I'd be like, dude, get something and spray these. He's like, and I just got these thin mint cuts from you know from Rabbit Hippies group there, and I'm, he's like, you want one? I'm like, looking at that tray right there. No. And I got to go home and wash them because I'm telling you right now, you fuck Google whatever you want. You got bugs, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't even want to fucking try risking bringing that fucking thin man cut home. I was like, no, I'd really like that cut. It would be a fucking nice cut to have. But... <laughs> yeah, at it some point, you get them all. You know, what I, mean? I mean, it's not like you can have them all is what I mean. So at some point, you got to kind of narrow down to a number that you think is going to be good to have in the rotation in my opinion well even at that anymore because of the strict testing or where it's going to be uh i have good confidence in all my flour being clean and no problems but if i'm going to have to deal with overages here in the future testing is going to have to be more and more uh part of the scene you know what i mean in order to do that, I can't continue with uh, multi-string gardens. At some point, I'm going to have to take my quads. Instead of doing quads, I'm going to have to do, you know, uh, the, the, the tents. Instead of doing like one half and a quad of a strain, I'm going to have to start doing four by eights of a whole strain versus uh, to make it worth the testing and everything. You know what I'm saying? There's no way with... If you've got 13, 14, 20 strains in your fucking garden, uh, to have each one of them tested monthly, you know what I mean? Because I'm not just pulling down one strain a month either. You know, I don't even want to go into numbers or whatever, but uh, X, 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 to get, you know, three, four strains monthly tested fucking would add up and be shitty. Yeah. You know, I, I can't do that. And then to make it feasible, I didn't. To keep, you know, overages moving like they should, and I'm gonna have to uh, to deal with a processor or something. So that means testing, which means you know, larger, uh, more towards mono crops. I even hate the the term or the idea of a mono crop, but you know, fuck that. You know, it may happen. It, the numbers are gonna have to get smaller. And, uh, the crop size are going to have to get more more uniform. Yeah, because the testing amounts the same, whether it's a pound or 10 pounds, you know, so that's a huge variable to throw at, you know, somebody that's smaller. I mean, 
there's not a ton yeah. of people harvesting 10 pounds, you know what I mean, at a time. Like that's, that's Do you want to have one strain tested or you want to have five? It's just simple math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just makes it easier to get rid of the one, too, you know what I'm saying? Than it is five. A lot of people like mixed bags, but not everybody. <laughs> Used to be a lot easier to get rid of a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Can't get away with that shit anymore. No. Well, cool, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit her too. I had a big day tomorrow, and or today, I guess later today. Uh, right on. And uh, go ahead and do your uh, goodbyes and your shout outs and all that good shit. Oh yeah, sure man. Everybody can find you, brother. Seems um, like you're getting to be a little bit more and more in demand, Smiley. Make sure everybody knows where they fuck they can find you, dude. Uh, Smiley's underscore garden on uh, IG and part of the Frugal Force Saturday nights at 8. And then, uh, yeah, shout out getting to, to be Bible a staple garden, here man. on the fucking talking on shit. I guess yeah. you should be able to should be able to throw that in there now. Yeah, what are you, yeah. you at least on here fucking late sesh four nights a week easy, so pretty i think by now you can throw that in your fucking (laughs) i'm not trying to build a res i don't know man this is fun i'm i like hanging out you can at least you can at least throw in you can occasionally find me here i'm talking you can plug me i'm always talking shit with ego man plug me a little bit man i appreciate that plug you it's your show you're on here right now (laughs) (laughs) sounds better coming from you no, yeah, sure, man, I appreciate it, Diego. It's always fun hanging, for sure. So. You're always welcome, brother. You have a great cool. night, and uh, hopefully, uh, I'll definitely hear from you, but hopefully, maybe we'll see you tomorrow after Chris Mertz. Yeah, for sure. That'll be an interesting one, too. All right, yeah. brother, have a great night. Cool. <laughs> Fucking Smiley's Gardens. On top of Tribal Gardens tonight. Not on top, literally. <laughs> But in the same show, it was a good night. You know, I had a bummer day for sure with the loss of my, my little fucking dog, Princess. I'm going to miss her. Fucking that sucks. Going to take care of that first thing in the morning. But I appreciate you guys. You definitely have cheered me up and got my mind off of the bad, bad news. And I appreciate you guys 100%. Jack Screenstock, Canvas Badass, man. I love you, brother. Fucking... Thank you for popping in. It always means a lot when I seen that name uh, spinning through chat there. Miss D's Nugs. My daughter actually pointed me out yesterday. She's like, you know, it ain't these nuts. It's these nugs. Can't you say it right? So I caught a little bit of heat at home for that. Miss D's Nugs. Thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate you 100%. Sir How, 424.20. Thank you for popping in. Uh, John Boy, thank you very much. Zip through here real quick. Mr. No One, Nobody. That's the first time I've seen that night name. Thank you so much for popping in here tonight. Star Delta 9, thank you so much. Man, I'm not going to be able to get back all the way to the beginning because I had to refresh the page. Trey Ballon, thank you so much. I appreciate your uh, comments and chat. They always make me laugh. Blind Cat 420, thank you so much. Resurrection Prophet, Star Delta 9. I want to make sure to catch her before because I don't think I can go further that far back. Boom Farms, 
Oh, Tara Wilson, thank you for popping in. Let's see who else I may or may not miss. Trying to get back as far as I can. Chiba Man, a boss farms in the fool force popped in tonight. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your views and knowledge. And honestly, what you're doing is honestly passing by to other growers. So you should be pretty fucking proud of that. I know I would be. Uh, who else we got in here? JD's. That's the first time I've seen that. Mr. Green Pots. Thank you for joining in. Pats Fan 420. Thank you so much for joining in. That is a new name. T1. Thank you so much for popping in. God damn, who else? There's so many people. It's good. Spaniard Cougar 420. Or no, there ain't no 420. Spaniard Cougar. Smoke and Grow Frazier. Thank you so much. Staple. CJ Apple. Thank you so much. Mad Dog. UKSIF 420. Man, this chat gets longer and longer every night. But man, I always try to make sure and get everybody because you guys mean a lot. You mean a lot. You're driving force behind this show and the reason why I do it every night. Why I will continue to do it every night as long as I can and as long as you guys tune in, you have my word, I will be here. You guys have a great night, an awesome tomorrow. You know, help somebody out. Random acts of kindness do change lives. Uh, just try it. One act will one act will sell you. You don't have to do it. Don't have to be something major. You don't have to dig money out of your pocket. You know, open a door, carry something, help somebody at the lumberyard with sheet of fucking plywood. You know, just do something that you normally wouldn't do, and I guarantee you it won't be the last time you do it. Everybody needs a hand. Everybody needs a hand. If they're willing to admit it or not. We all go through hard times. Other than that, uh, have a great day. I appreciate you guys. See you tomorrow.